shirt is out. Can y'all really feel me? Peachy's in the house, says she's always on a milli. Out west, he's the king of the bay. Fatino's all gritty, yeah, that boy don't play. Hold up. From the bay to the streets, Breezy represents the east, so we call him the beast. Together they form a powerful being like Voltron. Don't miss a single episode, turn your bells on. Nitty green, it's the lightest talk. Glowing like a better table wall. Nitty green, it's the lightest talk. We outline players up and show. Nitty green, it's the lightest talk. Don't like it, better take a walk. Nitty gritty, this the line is tall. Line is tall, nitty gritty, this the line is tall. What's going on, everybody? So nitty gritty, not as talk family in the building. What's going on, fear the God is in the building, my boy. What yeah. most knows is in the building. How y'all do? How y'all? <laughs> yeah. The face, man. The face, man. Yeah. Straight, man. We got a special guest that's gonna be on the show tonight, man. How, how do I sound like a robot to you guys? I, I sound like a robot to me. No, no, we can clear, bro. How about to you guys out there? Do I sound like a robot to you? I done did some funky stuff with a microphone. I was trying to change up stuff, and so let me know if I sound like I'm a dancing machine. If not, it's all good. We'll keep this show popping. Listen, Peachy should be here real soon. We got a special guest that's going to be on the show. I'm excited. I shouldn't be excited because we got our butts handed to us yesterday. Even though it ended in a, in a you know, a decent, decent lead, lead I mean, whatever. You know, you know how it is. Let's go ahead and get through the formalities. You know what I'm saying? Uh, like, comment, subscribe to us on YouTube. Make sure you go to YouTube.com backslash Wayne Breezy. Make sure you hit that subscribe button. Turn your bell alerts on. That way you'll never, ever, ever, ever miss an episode of Nitty Gritty Niners Talk because we be bringing you that 49er content. You know how we do. Also, if you're on Twitch, go to www.twitch.tv backslash Wayne Breezy. That's another place where you'll find the Nitty Gritty Niners. So if you want to talk 49ers, those are the only two places you're going to find it. All right? We may repost it somewhere. I don't know. Who knows? All right? Also, make sure you go ahead and follow us on our Facebook Facebook has was was booty today, guys. Did did you guys have Facebook issues or was it just me? No, everybody had it. Okay, because uh, for a minute the show I had scheduled the show earlier today, and then people said that the show was coming on later on tonight, and I'm hmm. like, I mean, earlier this morning I got eleven thirty. We're getting all these crazy weird fans, weird people. I'm seeing weird names pop up on the side. You see, you see what I see? Yeah, I think. People may have shared out the the link to the the show, and not clicked on it to do what we was talking about. I think. Mose, you sound like you got a cold. I, I do. <laughs> I do. I do. Make sure you go to uh to our nitty gritty niners off Facebook. Look, man, we the two weeks in a row, guys. We did the guessing game, and everybody picked the 49ers to win, and they lost. So there goes those prizes. Wah, wah. All right, go to IG. Make sure you follow us on IG at Nitty Gritty Niners. And you can also follow us on our Twitter channel, Nitty Gritty with the number 9ERS. You can also email us to nittygrittyniners at gmail.com. If you guys want to reach out to us, there's the email. And last but not least, go to our website. We have Nitty Gritty Niner Apparel right there for you guys to cop. It's hoodie season, so go get your hoodies. It's about time, especially if you're on that East Coast. Get your hoodies popping. All right, man. Um, I just want to check in with you brothers, man, before we bring on our special guests. 
Um, we did. We did. fair. How was your day? I'm gonna sit this way. It was uh, to, uh, uh yeah. How Mose looks pretty angry right there. That's how I feel inside. I, I'm a happy person, so it's hard for me to just show that in my face. But uh, yeah, yeah. The day was all right, man. It's just tough from uh from yesterday. It lingered, so you know we're here to give some therapy. I hope. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 been a it's been a weird it's been a weird day. Mose, I see Peachy's about to join the the broadcast. So come on in when you're ready, Peachy. Mose, I mean your look says it all. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm physically sick, as y'all can hear. Thankfully, it's not COVID. Uh, it's a cold. I'm, yeah, it's 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 the <laughs> yeah. Thank you. It's a, a cold. Bit. Um, so I'm I'm physically sick. Um, I metaphorically sick of that display yesterday. Um, losing two in a row now. Um. Some good things, some bad things. We'll we'll talk about it. We'll talk right. about it all. No problem. <laughs> and Peachy, welcome to the show. How was your day today? <laughs> Somebody was late. I ain't gonna say who. Yep, I sure was. Cal- Courtesy of my place of employment. <laughs> place of employment. We got to get forty nine er jobs so we can show up when we want. You know, right. We don't have to worry about time. Or or we have to we have to to do our best on here. And do what we have to do so we can just have this as our job and that's it. So yeah, this this as our job though gives me headaches and makes me drink. <laughs> but um it was a a manic Monday for Peachy, but it was it was a monstrous manic Monday for Peachy. So it was it was one of those days. Um kind of went from bad to worse to worser. If that's what I can use, but that's definitely I'm, not a word. I'm, I'm here good. now, and and I'm I'm on the show. I'm glad to be with my family. So you know what I'm saying? Let's do it. Yeah. Facts. Um. Yeah. So I'm just gonna drink away the pain tonight. Look, Crown Royale is doing what it does. I actually don't have the salted caramel kind. I'm actually drinking the crown apple. You know why, most? Because I made me a Washington apple. <laughs> I think I found me a drink that I definitely like. So I got the crown apple, the sour apple snaps, and some good old cranberry juice. Ocean spray with all the sugar in it. Don't get the kind without the sugar. You... Wait, Mose, you had this cranberry juice on your show, right? They had a different... What was that brand? I thought you did no, I didn't. You didn't? I didn't have cranberry juice. Okay. So I'm wrong. Get the ocean sprayed in. It, it, it's legit. Uh, so I'm drinking this Washington apple. Today's been today's been rough. So um, I'm going to bring on our special guest. Uh, I hope he's ready. Let, let me know if you're ready. I, I don't know what I see on the sideline, but uh, I, I, there he is. <laughs> he went out the car. <laughs> 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 <Thumbs up. laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, the one and only Mr. Nothing But Niners himself, Mr. 49ers Mike underscore NFL. And we can't hear him. Go figure. You can't hear us? Can you hear us? Oh, he, he can hear us. We just can't hear him. I guarantee you it's his Bluetooth connection or something like that. Listen... Today's show is going to be amazing. 
while Mike is getting set up. We sign language in now? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we, we could do that. We could do that. Especially for the hearing impaired and those that can't hear you. We can sign. Right. You want to spell it out one more time? Slowly. Takes me a minute. Where's Mike? It says he says he's muted. I didn't mute Mike. You guys mute Mike? I didn't mute. Says I'm muted. Uh, Uh, We're having technical difficulties. Now he's muted. Now you're unmuted. Now I unmuted him. Mm -hmm. No, Mike. How about you go out and come back in? Possibly. Is he on his? Is he on his phone? He's on the phone. I was having when I was out on uh, Sunday for Sizzling Sunday. I was Mm -hmm. on my phone too. Okay. So I couldn't hear anything y'all were saying. When you mentioned earlier today, did you sound like a robot? Yeah. On Sunday to me, you sounded like a robot. Gotcha. So y'all can hear everything I'm saying. I don't know why we can't hear him, but y'all can hear everything I'm saying, but I couldn't hear anything y'all was saying. Yeah. But I, but I, Restream I, tells you on your phone that there's limited um, mobile support right now. So I don't know if maybe that's causing the issue. Oh, we hear him now. All right. Oh, oh y'all can hear me already? Oh yeah, I can hear you. Can yeah. you hear us? Yeah. Oh, it don't even. Okay, I can't see y'all. But it's cool. I'm driving anyway, so it's all right. You can't see us? No, it says I'm backstage. Well, it says I'm in the show, but last time I was on, I saw everybody on the screen. I don't. I just see. Me. It's okay. I hear y'all with y'all in spirit. It's all good. <laughs> Mike, we just checking in, man. How's your day, man? This is 49ers lost last yesterday to the Seattle Seahawks. Uh, and, and we just want to know how you're feeling right now, a day after the overreaction, because we overreacted last night. Mm-hmm. Oh, we sure did, man. We sure did. And apparently that was not a cap jersey, uh, but that's a different story for a different time. Uh, but, you know, I, I had a great day, man. You know, I um, I, I, I really thought that Trey was going to be the guy going forward. I thought um, he showed enough to get, you know, Warren a game plan behind him. And mm-hmm. I know y'all not there yet, but then Kyle comes out today and says, hey, hopefully Jimmy can play. So... <laughs> <laughs> that you know how y'all was just cheering with the crown royal that made me almost want to go and throw something back but yeah i got a hot toddy with my name on it when i get home so you know i'm, I'm gonna be patient but uh you know it's it's other than that though you know it could be worse um we got some other positive news on the injury front and as far as me you know other i'm, I'm with Moe's. i got a, I'm a little congested and whatnot but you know it is what it is man i'm, I'm happy to be here did your yeah. kids get sick from school Yes, all my my entire house, even the dog, everybody in my house got sick this weekend. Wow. Same, same. Well, so my daughter's, um, my my oldest daughter, um, she was kind of showing signs of sickness last Saturday, and then my youngest daughter got it. So because they were showing like two or more symptoms from the COVID list, we had to get our daughters tested. So ah, that was kind of a scary time in the household because we didn't know. And my daughter, she came and she was like, I can't taste anything. And me and my wife looked at each oh, other. We were like, oh, no. But Ooh, I mean, oh, they, they, they both got tested. Both of my daughters were negative. <laughs> so they just had common colds. So that was, that was a thumbs up. But the cold that I have is from my daughter. So my son got it a little bit. I got it. I think my wife might be the last to get it. I hope she doesn't. Um, but, yeah, I think it's just the kids going back to school and – just being yeah. in that atmosphere amongst other kids. But it's so scary because whenever you get sick, now you don't know if it's a regular cold, if it's the flu, or if it's COVID. 
Um, right. And you know, the crazy thing is last year I'm all celebrating. Ah, I don't know what I did, but I'm wearing the mask forever. I never got sick last year. It was great. Mm -hmm. No, my <laughs> kids weren't at school last year. They the yep. nasty ones coming, bringing all the nasty germs from the other bad, nasty kids. And then I got to deal with it. Am I No, no, it's the kids' fault. <laughs> These nasty kids. They be out there exactly. running around on the playground, high five and scratching butts yep. and digging their noses and then eating the food with their hands without washing them and these nasty kids, mm -hmm. man. So, yep. yeah. That's exactly it. It's the school fault. You know what I'm saying? They want to yep. react in the school and all that type yep. of stuff. Yeah. There you go. You got to keep the schools clean, man, because you know the kids going to come in there with germs. It's just how it is. That's know? how it is. But nah, man, right. look, we got a crazy show. Mike broke some news, man. Look, Kyle Shanahan, I don't, I don't want to spend an hour on Kyle Shanahan, but if we spend an hour on Kyle Shanahan, we spend an hour on Kyle Shanahan because I think at this point... The whole world is frustrated because they're confused. Okay, now Jimmy G leaves the game hurt, and let's just start the you know bump it, bumped it. We we got injury, we got injury stuff we can talk about. Let's just start the game. Look, man, dude left the game because Jimmy Garoppolo said he couldn't step into his throws past the first drive. I was using all upper body given the calf injury. I'm saying to myself, Jimmy, you ain't got no damn upper body. So what was you really using? Now, let's talk about this for a second. Uh, let's start with Fair. Fair, do you believe the words that was coming out of Jimmy G mouth? I, I just I just want to know if this is a fair catch moment. Nah, it's more like a, I don't, I, I, I can't trust what he's saying, man, because it just looked like normal Jimmy to me. It didn't look no, look like there was a hitch in his throw, his motion at all. It just looked like Jimmy. Late, bad ball placement. Typical Jimmy for me. That's it. That's all about, I got out of it. What about you, PG? <laughs> no, I didn't. Dang, that was a big woosah. That was a, that was a mic. I didn't. I'm so frustrated right now. Like I, um, I didn't. Mm -mm. And Close. and I still don't believe it because you know, um, last night it was oh my god, you know, he's probably going to be out for like four to six weeks to. You know, this calf injury is just out of control. It's crazy to, oh, well, you know, we're just going to monitor him and he's probably going to play Sunday. So I don't, it was just so over dramatic. So I don't oh. believe any of it. Uh, I believe his feelings got hurt. That's what I believe happened. And what would I, I, so, so I like that you said that. Uh, Mose and then Mike, what do you think, if, if Jimmy's feelings were hurt, what caused Jimmy's feelings to be hurt? I, listen, I don't know what to think. You know, I want I want to take Jimmy as a genuine person. So, you know, him getting up there at the podium and, and almost shedding tears and saying that, you know, this whole, you know, injury thing is getting old. You know, I, I want to take him at his word and say he was genuinely messed up and emotional about, you know, not being able to play and contribute for his team. At the same time, all this year, we know that we can doesn't seem like we can trust what anybody says. And I don't know if when he meant this is getting old, if it's the whole Trey Lance playing and people calling for Trey Lance to play and when he's not making good throws or, um, you know, his receivers are getting upset and they're, you know, throwing their hands up in the air and they're saying, you know, sucking their teeth and saying, oh, my gosh, like, how could you throw that horrible pass? And people are saying, you know, put Trey in the game. I wonder if 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 you know, in, on a, in a backhand way, he's saying that's getting old. So I, I don't know what's getting old for him. Uh, I don't I don't know what to believe, you know, when it comes out of Jimmy's mouth, because 
He said he'll be out a couple weeks, and now he has a potential to start against Arizona. And I tell you what, if he starts against Arizona, <laughs> you, you saw what they did to Matt Stafford yesterday. Mm. So, yeah. Mm. Uh, Mike, um, Jimmy Garoppolo, do you believe the words that are coming out of his mouth? And do you believe his feelings were hurt? And do you believe Kyle Shanahan when he says that Jimmy's going to possibly have a chance to start on Sunday? All right. So uh, I do believe um, that Jimmy Garoppolo uh, was hurt, but I think he was more disappointed than hurt. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think that he's disappointed in himself. Jimmy knows that when your defense plays like that, you got to get points on the board. He's been in the league. It's a big boy sport, all right. And this is—it's all every everything that happens in this league, everything that you get, you earn it. They don't give you anything. And him saying, "Oh, I couldn't step into my throws," Jimmy, stop. You don't—you never step into your throws. That's not part of your motion. That quick release is despite of your your lower body. So don't don't give me that excuse. This guy, he he's well aware, and he should be disappointed in his performances out there. Uh, it's. Kyle came out that opening drive, was spreading the ball left and right, got Jimmy to throw some out the numbers down the field, and then as soon as that stopped, it was right back to the same thing. We we were sitting there pounding our chests and priding ourselves on the constant three and outs that our defense was holding Seattle to, but it, it was the same thing happening on the other side. It wasn't three and outs, but we couldn't score, and then we didn't have a kicker. So now, see, Kyle knew we didn't have a kicker, so he's not thinking get close enough for points. Kyle's thinking one thing every drive, touchdown. That was it. Yeah. And Jimmy's not capable of going into a game like that. He's not. If we got three points on every one of those drives that we were down there, but look at what the difference is in the score. We win that game. Yeah. Right? But Jimmy knows in the moment that he had to step up more, he couldn't do it. And, and then as far as, you know, whether he's really injured and all that, I, I don't know, man. Maybe. Fine. Sure. But what what's bothering me the most about all of this is Kyle is just, okay, I want Jimmy to come back. I want Jimmy to come back already. Yeah, but Hopefully that, he's not injured. Oh. What, what, what does that mean, though? Like, like, why is it, why is it that Kyle isn't into his rookie this year? Like, why do you draft a guy that you don't seem like you're into? Why do you say things, you know, about Jimmy, I mean, about Trey Lance, like, you know, reminding him that he's your number two? Like, wh- why, why does that happen from, from our coach? Well, I'm, I'm going to shut up and go back on mute, but I'm going to piggyback off of what Mose just said. Um, if you you guys saw what the, the Cardinals just did to the Rams, the Rams were the number one team in the league. Like, they, they were looked at the, the, as the big dogs. I think every one of us on this panel knows that if we go into this game with Jimmy as the quarterback, we're going to lose. And so if that's the case, you might as well go ahead and get Lance the reps that he needs to get ready and be prepared at the professional level. Um, so I, I don't know what, what Kyle's infatuation is with losing with Jimmy as opposed to losing with Lance. But if Lance is the future, you got to get this guy the snaps he needs to prepare. He needs the reps. He absolutely needs the reps. Look, Jimmy's passing stats before he left the game uh, at the at halftime. He's 14 for 23, 165 yards, 7.2 yards average, one TD, one interception, 79.1 quarterback rating. Jimmy looked decent in the first half. I mean, he had some bad throws, some high throws, some throws that almost got players killed, George Kittle. Um but he looked, he looked, he looked decent. He just couldn't put up points, man. He couldn't, right. he couldn't put up points. My thing is that Jimmy used the injury as the scapegoat, mm-hmm. and that's an excuse to me. Now, how the how the how the freak can we win? How can we have a leader of a quarterback 
that's going to say, oh, you know, my, my calf was a little tweaked and I couldn't step into my throes and I felt mm -hmm. the pain. And that's not a warrior. Exactly. So um, I have um, something to add. I was listening to all kinds of stuff today and I was listening to a podcast and I cannot believe I can't remember who it was. And they had brought up a point that I didn't think about. Is Jed York maybe the reason why? Because um, remember when um, he said that he doesn't expect, uh, what is that he said? That he's not looking for a trade to start like right away. That he's, you know, that no, even if he that. has to sit for two years or something like that, that he said, or for a year or something like that. I'm wondering if, um, if they may have a point about what they were talking about today about maybe ownership is pushing this and maybe that well, may got, be part they, of it. They got a point, Peachy. Clearly they was listening to Nitty Gritty Niners because I guarantee you I said, what if Jed York is forcing Jimmy to play because he said he was going to pay him no matter right. what? Mm -hmm. Right, right. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? And so what if that's the issue and Kyle is just trying to keep the peace? Right. Right. And his job. Yeah. But, but so, here's the thing. Here's the thing that you can't do with that. Hmm. Yeah. And 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 I've been I've been saying this all offseason. And after we drafted Trey Lance, you know, I was begging for us to trade Jimmy because we cannot have a $25 million paperweight sitting on the sideline. Back we can't up, yeah. just give away that money. Right. We can't have $25 million sitting on the sideline not doing anything for us. Hmm. But at the yeah. same time, the owner, yeah, they're the owner, they're the boss, they make the money. But why do they hire you as a head coach? Why do they hire you as a general manager? Because you have the football knowledge. When I when I take my money and I invest it, I don't talk to my mechanic down the street. Yeah, he might have some good knowledge, but I'm going to talk to an investment banker. I'm going to talk to somebody in finance who knows everything about the aspects of that particular field and can help me make the best possible decision with my money. That's what an owner does. When you hire a general manager and a head coach, you hire the two best people that can get the best investment out of your money. And if the best investment out of what we have right now is to put Trey Lance on the field, look, all the other rookie quarterbacks are taking their lumps right now. Trevor Lawrence, if the season ended today, he's not winning rookie of the year. No. Neither is Zach, uh, neither is Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson just got his first dub yesterday <laughs> against a pretty decent team. So all of these rookie quarterbacks are taking their lumps. They're learning on the job. Mm -hmm. That's yeah. the new wave of the NFL. Right. You don't sit quarterbacks for three, four years anymore. You yeah. let them learn on the job. Yeah. I didn't even want to sit trade one year. No, that's one what year. I was going to say. You let them learn on yeah. the job. And Lizzie it's the head coach's job to say, listen, I understand you want Jimmy to play. Mm -hmm. I understand we can't be paying him this much money for him not to do anything, for him to sit on the sideline. But at this point, if you want to win this season, if you want to make this season beneficial, and even if we don't win, to set us up for better success next season, is to let Trey go. Let him go. Let him play. Let him learn on the job. Yeah. Let him take his lumps right now. That way, next year, he's not a deer in headlights. Right. I, I agree. Mike, you got your hand up. I just want to shoot my guy, Jed, some bail. I don't think he said that he wants to pay Jimmy these next two years. I think that he said something along the lines of, if Kyle and Lynch think that Jimmy is the better option, 
he's prepared to, and he's okay with paying both of these quarterbacks at the same time. I don't. Jed, Jed is making it very clear, uh, like what Mo said. You guys are running the team. I'm going to trust you to do what it is. I, he, those, like he said, those are his investment guys right there. That, that he's investing his money in them, and whatever they decide they want to do, he's going to support them. I, I believe that's really what he was saying. Not that I'm going to pay Jimmy these next two years. This organization doesn't owe Jimmy anything. And if they if they thought that Jimmy gave them the best chance to win, which apparently Kyle does. Uh, then, then they're gonna have to pay him. They're gonna, they're forced, they're forcing themselves to pay him. So, it's just, it's just where we are right now. Um, but it ain't, it ain't looking good, bro. I'm not sure how many more dubs we get with Jimmy playing the way he's playing. Right, which yeah. is, which is my gripe. Right there is just what you said. Is that they think that Jimmy gives us the best chance to win? Who the hell said? Like, like where, where is that though? Like, like when, when are we gonna see that? When, when are we going to see this? I'm so tired of this Jimmy wins when he's out there, whatever. Really? Because is he winning? Because we didn't win against the Packers. We lost against the Hawks. We're probably going to lose this weekend against AZ. I'm just keeping it real. So I'm trying to figure out, like, when is that going to happen to where we are actually going to start winning football games? Because this dude played in this in two halves now. This is two halves. The Packer half was ridiculous. This half was even worse. How in the hell I think was the Seattle, worse their offense me. had what, negative 12 yards at the end of the half or something like that? Before and, their last drive. Yeah, and and we could not score but seven points? Where is the winning? It's, it's why I don't it's, understand. It's, it's the calf. It's frustrating. It's, it's the calf. I don't, really, I don't know if you can hear me, but it's the calf. I'm telling you what it is. It's really, really <laughs> frustrating. And then let me tell you something else while we're on this subject that pisses me off. I was talking to Breezy about this, and I said, I'm going to bring this up on the show as soon as we start talking about this. Because this is what grinds my gears so bad. Right here. If his calf was so bad to where he couldn't do what he was supposed to do or whatever, then why not? Take your ass out the game for the sake of the team because you pretty much ruined the team's chances in that first half of obtaining more points with your ego and being scared that if you came out that you weren't going to get to go back in there anymore because you know that that rookie would have been able to put points on the board because what has that rookie done every time he's been out there this year? He's put points on the board. Thanks. Something that you have not been able to do. And that pissed me off because you want to say that you're all about the team and as long as the team wins. Well, bitch, the team's not winning right now. And I'm really getting tired and nauseated and aggravated with this. But you know what? I just had to, I was just. Let it out, let it out. That's, That's not Jimmy's fault. That's not his fault at all. He's going out there getting paid to do what he's supposed to do. That's not his fault. It's the coach's fault for realizing that his project is failing. And instead of the coach, Kyle Shanahan, being unhunted and keeping it nitty-gritty and not scared to hurt people's feelings because you like a guy or whatever it is, because he he clearly has no problem putting certain players into doghouses. And I don't think any of them players are white. I'm just going to call it like it is. You can correct me if I'm wrong. He was straight. 
But he's always trying to put certain players in. The, like, we know who those players are. We could start with Witherspoon, Dante Pettis, all the players that didn't amount to what he thought they should have been when he drafted them, even though those players made plays for him. You can't tell me crap about Dante Pettis when he caught touchdowns and beat Arizona. You can't tell me stuff like that. Next thing you know, he's in the doghouse because he didn't do something Kyle didn't like. Same thing with Witherspoon. Dude started off good, got injured, whatever happened, happened. They didn't like his work ethic. Oh, we're going to keep him in the doghouse. Now we're dealing with the Brandon Ayuk situation. Yet, they produce. And my point is, Jimmy Garoppolo is not producing, but yet you're giving him a chance after chance after chance after chance after chance when you got a Lance. Mm. Help me understand. Because it's not Jimmy's fault. You, PG, you want Jimmy to bow down. I'm not bowing down. I'm going to ride my job until you tell me I can't do it. That's just me. I think that's what Jimmy's doing. I agree, though. If you're hurt, why are you hurting the team, dog? And if I'm the defense, y'all can't tell me them cats ain't mad. Exactly. Man. Because they busted their ass in that first half. I mean, they, they dominated their the whole game. Whole first half. And, and and they're probably looking around like, you can't put up a seven, like, really? So so all this that I'm doing, and like, I'm watching all these three and out, I'm watching all this, like, you guys can't, can't do anything to help us out at all in this first half. I mean, they gave that blood, sweat, and tears in that first half. There were people that were saying that that first half was a defensive, like, juggernaut specialist that, oh, the whole weekend. That it was the best it. defensive I don't think we've ever seen that before. Right. No. Not in 2012, not in 2019, not in 94. We've never seen what we saw that first half. We've never seen that. And your offense cannot do that. You and and just like you said, that defense has to be so upset. Like we gotta have somebody can put up some points. Like this is ridiculous. Like this is so ridiculous. It is embarrassing, is what it is. Because you have the offense to be able to do what you need to do. You just don't have that quarterback out there that can do that. And you need an offense that can put up points. You're fixing to play Arizona. Yo. You have to be able to put up points, touchdowns. Like, you have to do that against the Cardinals. If you don't, 49ers, by the time the Cardinals are done, they don't have about 50 points up there. I'm not even kidding. They're not like, getting, it is absolutely they, they're not getting 50 ridiculous. points. I'm, I'm not giving them that much credit. They win the game. They ain't getting 50. If the if, if our defense has to keep all the time. This defense is too good to give up 50 points. And I understand that, but that's not what I'm talking about, Breezy. I'm talking about if our defense has to keep going out there and going it's out there good. and going out it's there back to back, back to back, back to back, the defense and they don't get to up 50 points. I don't give a f- what happened. They're not giving up 50. I that's hope not, not. That's not happening to this defense. It's just not. I hope not. Everybody, hope not. don't even think that. That would, That's not going to happen to this defense. I can tell you that right now. They're, they're, the defense is way too competitive. They, and, and think about what you said. They start fast. So, therefore, the score is going to be close at first. Right. If we're, not get, if we're not scoring, obviously – that offense will end up picking up. Defense is gonna get tired. They ain't putting up fifty points in the right. half. So, so I'm not, I'm not talking about our, our defense exactly stopping it. I'm talking about what the quarterback at hand will give to the Cardinals defense. But by the time you add it up, it could possibly be fifty points. 
this um, this Cardinals defense, and I know we're going to get more into this on Wednesday and through the week, is way better than the 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 Seahawk defense. And if and if he can throw an interception as dumb as it was against this Seattle defense. Man, I whatever y'all y'all keep on. I'm just saying. I'm just yeah. I'm gonna sit back and drink my drink. I'm good for a little bit. Man, yeah, I, I appreciate you being on one. It's about damn time. Um, I, like that. It, it you needed to get it out. You know, uh, we're we're all frustrated. We definitely are. Um, but there are some positives that we're gonna talk about from this game. There's some things that we're definitely gonna be able to get into. Let's just go back and rewind real quick. Here are the injury updates. All right. All right, here's Jake Hutchison uh, at Hutch Diesel on Twitter. Give him a follow. You dig? Um, Mike, we're going to go with you next after we read these because uh, I want to continue getting on with the show. I got you, brother. All right, here we go. So Kyle Shanahan said Garoppolo has a chance to play. Mike broke that earlier. He only sustained a calf contusion and will be re-evaluated on Wednesday. Hey, I have a little video clip, Mike, before you go. Um I do want to play this video clip. I, th I thought it was interesting, and it, it explains the calf contusion uh, by Dr. Chow. I wanted to share some early optimism that I have on Jimmy Garoppolo and his calf. This is Dr. David Chow, Pro Football Doc. Went back and looked at all the video over the first half. Went back and heard all the comments from Kyle Shanahan and Jimmy G himself. And I don't think it's going to be a significant injury. Certainly it's not an Achilles. We've debunked that already. But I think it's more calf contusion than calf strain. Calf strains can linger. Calf contusions can get better quickly. Look at George Kittle who played through. I've got some optimism because looking at all the plays, I did not see anything where he definitely strained it. Apparently he might have been stepped on, but that happened off camera. TV didn't hold on to the pocket long enough to see that. And you could see throughout the first half, after the first drive, Jimmy G become guarded and get tighter and tighter. He started not to step into throws. He started being more flat-footed when he ran. And it looked like it was getting gradually worse, which is perhaps swelling from getting stepped on and the contusion rather than a strain. And then add in halftime where he cools down, I could see how stiff that he could get. And I think he was the bigger man in pulling himself out and saying that he had an injury. But let's hope we're right here on the MRI that there is no strain or frank tear itself. Because if there were, it's probably Trey Lance time for multiple weeks and maybe injured reserve. I'm very hopeful that this is more of a calf contusion based on the pattern of how the, it developed in the first half and based on what the coach is saying and the player is saying. I like trying to deliver good news, so let's keep our fingers crossed. I, I feel bad for Jimmy G. He was so disappointed. Uh, he certainly doesn't deserve the injury-prone label. I get how uh, discouraged he might be. But let's hope that we get confirmation of some good news on the MRI in a short-term if any, absence on Jimmy G. Go to profootballdoc.com for further details. Go ahead, Mike. I, I don't work for Merriam-Webster or anything like that, but isn't a contusion just a fancy word for a bruise? It's just a bruise. That's what bro. I thought. Yes. That's all it is, dog. Mm -hmm. Just a bruise. And if he don't... All right. Okay. No, go ahead. Go ahead, Mike. Go ahead. <laughs> 
this dude got his he he, he, he said, I don't know if I got stepped on. I think I got stepped on. You got amnesia now. How the f- you don't know if you got stepped on? Why guys got to go back and watch the video of the game just to see what happened to you? And all of a sudden, you you got a cat. Would you just say you got a trolley horse and you couldn't get it out? I don't live with that. Don't how many how many people have played football here? Have have y'all ever been stepped on by somebody with cleats? Yes, oh, with spikes, bro. Multiple I ain't talking times. about rubbers. Do you not know that you've been stepped on by somebody with cleats, bro? Yes. Yo. I, stepped on, I stepped on somebody and I cried for him because I knew it hurt. Oh, you too nice. I just, I, <laughs> I'm a weird dude, man. Now, let's, uh, let's get through some of these contributions that we have that popped up here from Taryn. Thank you, Taryn. Said uh, Kyle reached for CJ Beathard in round three. Why was he never put in the doghouse for not playing well? I, I slipped up and said why earlier. Hey, Mike, Mike, were you finished? <laughs> I don't want to turn this into that kind of show, but no, no, y'all, y'all good. Y'all go ahead. I, I just, um, I just don't understand. I don't. Always, is this question saying that Trey is in the doghouse? Is that no. what this question is saying? His question was about how certain types of players are right. in the doghouse for Kyle Shanahan, but. Because they do something uh, slightly, slightly like AKA Witherspoon. AKA, I got you. Okay. Yeah. And, and it seems to be the guys I, that he's that Kyle reaches for in the draft. Yeah. Kind of instantly throws them in the doghouse once they don't do what he expected of them. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. One love. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, one love. Uh, Jimmy G made Jamal Adams look like an all-pro safety. Facts. What I, I tell thought... you, Mose? Except for on one. Oh, well, that was Trey Lance. What I tell you, Mose? He was gonna look all-pro. Mm-hmm. I, I thought the Legion of he Boom. He didn't do much. It, he didn't. But Jimmy G made him look like he was right. all-pro. I thought the Legion of Boom was back. LOL. Lance season is upon us. Let him develop and and bring back the glory. I got a question for the faithful out there. Thank you so much for the contribution, one Thank love. You. And I want y'all to be honest, because I think everybody on this panel was saying, let Jimmy G get in the game, let him start, let him get his bumps and bruises and nicks and crannies, get, let him get it out. Because by now, week five, that got to be like a well-oiled machine. Oh, you talking now, about Lance? Yeah. I mean, Lance. Mm-hmm. So why, why, why are we... Now I just want to know to everybody out there, like why all of a sudden the change of heart? Like, I, like why not Jimmy anymore? Because we've been. I just want to know. I want to know. Or why do you guys think they're not? They're they're changing of hearts. Zach's that. I mean, I think we're, we're listening to what the coach is saying, right? The coach is saying that Jimmy's giving us the best chance to win the game. We're looking at something and seeing something completely different, but for whatever reason, Kyle Shanahan still believes this. So we're just going along with our coach, we're riding with what the coach is saying. Mm. Okay, Mike, you was about to say something. I just want to get some clarity. You're saying why the change from Jimmy Jimmy to Trey? Yeah, yeah, man. Because because they they you know what it is. Every offseason, people hope that the team and players improve. And Jimmy Garoppolo has not and cannot improve more than what he is right now. But I think the same person he was. 
He's the same person he was in 2020. He's the same person he was in 2019. Yes, the Jimmy Garoppolo that was good enough to get us through the regular season and to the Super Bowl is the same exact Jimmy that is playing right now. Right. Here's the difference. The league has him figured out now. The league knows exactly where his strengths are now. And if you're not capable, if you're not capable and able to adjust your game, expand your game, or do something that's a little different, you are done in the NFL. I don't care what your skill set is. I don't care how much you get paid. If you are a one-trick pony, you'll never shine again in the NFL. It does not work that way for you. Mike, can you come on the show all the time and just say the same things we be saying over? Because I think they understand it more when it comes out of your mouth. <laughs> for some reason. Well, for some reason, when Mike said it's gold, you know what I mean? Exactly. He got the golden nuggets, man. I, I, like, you know, he got the golden nuggets, man. It's like mm -hmm. he got that, uh, that he got a mixture between James Earl Jones, you know, uh, uh, Morgan Freeman type voice. He got that God <laughs> voice. So when he talked, <laughs> when I talk, people just think yeah. I'm screaming all the damn time. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And then they always label Peachy as the Mad Hatter, you know what I'm saying, or the Mad Rapper. And then Moses just. <laughs> I'll just mess with wasn't you, froze. Man. That was real. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it is what it is, man. And and fair, you're you're amazing, bro. You you keep you keep us glued together. All right, yes. so. Hmm. I'm I'm a little bit confused. I've been confused since 2020. I've been confused. I've been I've been taught like I want I want to believe I wanted to believe in Jimmy. But I kept saying that the, the the league is catching up. The league is catching up. The league's catching up. And every now and then in the game, you see a team that just rocks with the eight in a box. Now, how often do we see eight in a box in the Seattle Seahawks game? Because I didn't see it a lot. I was gonna say which half though. Half number one. Right. <laughs> with Jimmy, with Jimmy in the game. I didn't see eight in the box a lot. Not not pre-snap, but they definitely were moving up as soon as this ball got snapped. But he was still picking apart the middle of the like he was still picking apart the D. Like For the first yeah, the, first, the first like drive. two drives. Yeah, like the first the second drive too, he moved the ball pretty good. Yeah. And then it, it got ugly. Mm -hmm. Then it got ugly. Well, after it, that, after that pick the Quandre Diggs. Yep. And sat on everything across. The no, 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 no. Don't do him like that. Because he had a good drive after the pick. Go back and rewatch it. Because I remember tweeting out, okay, Jimmy's still balling. He, we just didn't score. I'm sorry. We, we couldn't score. But he had a good drive. Mm -hmm. Had a good drive. Go go watch. After. I know, bro. I know you don't want to say it. But you got. we got to be accurate. Go watch. Go watch the drive. Oh. No. <laughs> no. No. Oh, I'm not I'm not giving him that. I'm not I'm not, giving, I'm, just I'm, not shooting, I'm not shooting him bail on that, man. I'm not look, the drive after the pick was decent, bro. We just didn't result in points. I think if we would have resulted in points, you'd have been like, okay, Jimmy, great drive. But it didn't end in points. It didn't end in the turnover either. I think that was the missed field goal. I mean, I think that was the first uh missed field goal by Mitch Wisnowski. And then after that, we just started going for it. Or that might have been the fourth and eight play where I thought we yeah. should have went for it. And Mike was like, what? <laughs> so I don't know. Um, but, you know, I didn't really see a lot of the eight in the box pre-snap. But you said, like, after the snap, they probably got to it.
Jamal Adams didn't have that great of a game. I tell you who did take advantage of Jamal Adams. I can tell you right now, he's a guy. He plays quarterback too for the 49ers. That's right. Starting. Um, <laughs> this is the issue that I have with our coach too, because he said this. Shanahan on Trey Lance's performance, it looked like a typical first game, which it did though, right? It did. It did look mm-hmm. like his first game. But that's why he's the number two quarterback. I got I am I the only one that got like heavily offended by this comment? Yeah. Uh no, you're not. It pissed me off really bad. I actually like went off on Twitter about it. I was very mad. Like I want to know how it made y'all feel. I know how it made me feel. I reacted last night. They don't need to re-see it. I'm I'm asking y'all. I mean, listen, I don't I don't know what Kyle's game here is. I don't know if Kyle is trying to like temper his expect temper Trey Lance's expectations and like trying to keep him at like a level playing field. Like, I don't know if he's trying to play this like bad cop role and like, oh, he's 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 okay. Like this tough love act, like. Bro, we're not telling you to kiss his ass. Right. Excuse my language. We're not telling you to suck up to this kid. You good. You good. We're not telling telling you to do that. But, like, every time you get, like, I don't don't, want to say it's disparaging, but it it doesn't sound positive. It sounds like it it looked like a typical, you know, first game. That's why he's the number two quarterback. Well, let's let's dissect that a little bit. Please do. Because, Because, Kyle, you said this also. In, in his press conference. The game plan wasn't built for Trey Lance. That's right. Mm-hmm. The game plan that you went into that game with was built for Jimmy Garoppolo. Why? Yes. Because you weren't expecting Trey Lance to play. I guarantee you, with a week to prepare, or two weeks to prepare, Trey, Trey Lance will look a little bit better. Now, will he still have some mistakes? Yes, because he's a rookie, and he's learning. And we know that. We understand that. But it wouldn't have looked that bad because the game plan would have been tailored to him and his strengths. Right. Come on, Kyle. You come on, Kyle. Gotta don't 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 do that. Don't be semantics, man, and be like, oh, it looked like a typical first game. That's why he's the number two quarterback. But then try to say, oh, well, the game plan wasn't tailored to him. The game plan was tailored to Jimmy Garoppolo. Right. So we tried to find some things that Trey was comfortable with running you know, just to, to get him going and, and to see what he could do because the game plan wasn't built for him. Like, miss me with that, bro. Right. What, what and now, and now we it. have we have no idea what's going on with Jimmy. Mm-hmm. Apparently, Jimmy has an, uh, the opportunity to play. So are you going to build two separate game plans now? Right. A week when you have to prepare for the undefeated Arizona Cardinals, a team in your division who's playing well, are you are, are now now do you have to spend more time building two different game plans? My thing is whether Jimmy can play or not, rest. Let's let's not get you to re-injure it. Let's let Trey play for this game. Mm-hmm. And then if you can play, we'll we'll give you two more weeks of rest. Mm-hmm. And then you come back after the bye if that's what you want to do. Isn't that but what at least for all the other players though? Like I got another player. I'm gonna let this player rest. You know what I'm saying? I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna leave this player in. Like I mean, he has no that, problem doing that with everybody else. That's what I'm and saying. That's why, and that's right. what confu- that's what confuses me with Kyle. Now you put yourself in a lose lose situation because either way, you're gonna have 50 percent of one game plan and 50 percent of another game plan instead of putting 100 percent into one game plan for either Jimmy or Trey. 
That's what pissed me off about more about, oh, Jimmy has a chance to play. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when I, when I heard that today, like I almost crashed. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I was already having a bad day. Oh, right. man. Crash. Shout out to our brother, John Chapman. <laughs> That's the chief right there, man. That's yes, the guy. Man. He, he's doing it real big for the 49ers, man. Dude is putting out video content. Mm-hmm. Make sure you follow him on his YouTube channel, Twitter, and more importantly, go support this guy on Patreon because he is giving you the breakdown. Yes. The breakdown. He still won't tell me how he gets all 22s. <laughs> like, I'm paying for all 22, bro, and I can't get it. Nathan has to have a secret. You he too. I knew you too. I know. So yeah. I want to know how he got it. He he got the he he must got the uh, inside with Jay. Of course. <laughs> Somehow he's getting it in. But shout out to our brother John Chapman. Uh, <laughs> thank you so much for the contribution too, bro. Man, listen. When we this this should have been a dazed and confused show, but we definitely got hawked last night by one guy. Man. Man. Yeah. Like, Wrestling off. When I when I say Russell Wilson is the best quarterback in the NFL, I, I say it because that's what I believe. And it's because it's because of how he does things. And I don't know if he was born I think you have to be born with the gene of the will of not wanting to lose. And then when you do lose, you take that lump and you go back to the drawing board and you make you refine yourself and you become better. That's why it's okay to lose. It's about what you do with it after you lose. It's okay to fail. It's about what you do after you fail. Teach my students that all the time. That's why I love Trey Lance. Because Trey Lance, when he makes a mistake, he says, you know what? That's my bad. Then the next time comes out, finds a guy wide open because he ookie-juked the eye game. His eye game, bro. He got eye game, bro. Mm -hmm. Well, Adams was bit. Jamal Adams thought he was going to run the ball. Yep. Didn't run the ball <laughs> and blew the coverage. And who was wide open? D who? Debo. Oh. Speaking of Debo, let's check this out. It's game day. That boy showed up. He, <laughs> he knew he was going to ball out. Speaking <laughs> of Debo, he's the number one Wide receiver in the NFL. That's how I look at. It. I don't care what y'all could y'all could put y'all guys up there. I think Debo's the guy, man. And I've said, and we've said, and other people have said, other than Cali, that he's the number one wide receiver on the 49ers. I had to call you out, bro. Hey, Cali, you said if he gives you one more game, mm-hmm. he's the number one. So no, Cali, he, put, he put it. No, he put it in the chat. He tagged oh, you with it too. Yeah. <laughs> Appreciate you, brother. That's he tagged you with it. He was like, he was like, he was like, Breezy, you was right. Debo mm-hmm. was the number one. He gave, he gave you your props. That's what I get. My bad. It's not even about props. I just, I just want you to see what we see. Mike, uh oh, oh shit. Stop. <laughs> oh, that, that's not fair. I asked the wrong guy to be on the show. You can't say that. That's not fair. We, we haven't seen Brandon Ayuk with a real that's quarterback. Not my fault. Yet. You saw him yesterday. I mean, last not, year. Not, not with a real quarterback. Brandon, you think it's a coincidence that Brandon Ayuk looked better without Jimmy than he did with Jimmy? So how can you use that comment? And 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 Debo hasn't had a real quarterback either. Yeah, I get that, but Debo is good at getting the ball around the line of scrimmage and right. going. Right. Ayuk is a real down the field threat that Jimmy is the only quarterback on this roster that can't take advantage of him. I you agree. Get, I you agree. get a real quarterback in here that can do the short stuff, 
You're going to have Debo going crazy, someone who can do the intermediate and deep field stuff, and you'll have Ayuk going crazy also. So right now, frustrated Debo, with yes, Debo is the man right now in here in this system with Jimmy. Absolutely, he's the man right now. But I'm telling you, you, you get a different guy in there, and you'll, you'll see something. That's very that, – that makes that makes perfect sense. That makes perfect sense. Uh, shout out to our brother, Tara Doe, for the super chat. Hey, man, Mike, is that how you're supposed to hold cigars? Because I don't hold my cigars like that. That's kind of like a dope way he's holding a cigar. Yeah, I hold my, my cigars. Uh, yeah. It's, yeah. Over, it's on top of the middle finger. Yeah. Under the pointer, and uh-huh. the thumb kind of keeps it balanced for the – Mike, yeah. why don't you go have a cigar on the Nitty Gritty Niners show? You'd be the first person. I'm sick, and I'm and if I sit outside, I think I might die. You know me. I'm always down for a cigar. I sat outside like an idiot last night and smoked like three of them. But I, I think I think I might have might have got to me, man. I really do. I got you, brother. You know uh, this comment that he says here. What quote is it he's talking about here? A a typical Kyle Shanahan quote. He's talking That's about the quote about Trey Lance. Yeah, yeah. He's an OC and not a leader of men. So did y'all did y'all have the awkward conversation that Kyle doesn't know how to deal with black men? No. But we can have that Ooh, conversation. Let's talk about it. Let's go. All the let's negative reinforcements in the media is to black men. When it's mm-hmm. Jimmy, he coddles him. Oh, I think Jimmy played a really good game. I think Jimmy Yeah, that's what that's what we were we were leading to while ago, whenever you right. were out in between. Hold on one second. <laughs> okay, copy. It's it's just the, it's a thing that we got to step back and look at. You think back to even when it was Trent Taylor. I really hope Trent Taylor can get back in here. We know how good he was when he's on the field and how effective he can be, right? And then you look at Jalen Hurts. If he don't mm-hmm. hurry up and get back here, it's going to be hard to keep a spot for him. Yep. Mm-hmm. Right? Dante Pettis. Negative reinforcement, negative reinforcement. Hey, he, he's not going to have a roster spot much longer. Right. Every time it's a minority man. And I'm not saying that he's racist. Let me be very, very clear with what I'm saying here. Kyle doesn't know how to deal with minority men. Mm. He, he, he treats those that are not very different. This isn't an opinion. You just got to sit back and look at what's going on. And, and listen. And listen. Yeah. Like listen to what he's saying. You know, and I don't expect others. I don't expect those of them that aren't minorities to, to like. Right. Exactly. Like I and I get it. So like Mike, that's that's a spot on thing. And it's not racist, not calling Kyle racist. Hey baby girl. Oh, you missed Rome yesterday. She missed Rome. Mm-hmm. Say hi. 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 <laughs> Does she know how to play rock, paper, scissors, shoot? Oh, you taught your daughter well. Oh Let's yeah. One, All right. One, two, you three, ready? Book. You want to play rock, paper, scissors, shoot with you? Hold on, wait. Let me get the camera down so you put your hands up high. There you go. Get ready. He's going to play with you. Ready? Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Ah, she cut you. Let's go. Got him. Got him. Good job, baby. Yeah, you know I'm a sore loser, right? Like I got <laughs> he go he go he gonna keep playing until he wins. Now nah, one more round, one more round, one more round. Oh, but it's it's a conversation that that no one wants to have, and and it's cool. We could do it on another platform. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to turn people off, but it's real. It's real. It's, it's real. It's, it's it's not about him being a racist coach. It's just about him not being able to 
you know, he just doesn't have, he just doesn't know. Maybe he doesn't know what to say. And I'm hoping someone would come up and say, hey, Kyle, man, that, that, that comment, I, I wonder how Trey took the, obviously Trey didn't take the comment negatively. Like we're taking it. At least he, at least he doesn't appear to, from what he's saying. We don't know exactly how he feels. But I think Trey is also um, a mature young man mm-hmm. to, at this point in his career, not put that out so early in the season. Okay. If he's feeling some type of way about it, he's feeling some type of way on the back end. So right. he may be going to his, his 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 buddies on the team, like you know, I'm I'm this is only my first year here. I'm just, I'm trying to learn coach too. You know, should I be taking this away? He may be talking to his mom or his dad, like dad, like. I kind of felt some type of way. Should I? Am I? Am I overreacting? Am I overthinking it? So we don't know. But I, I do know that in the public eye, he's not going to make it look like he's sweating them. Okay. All right. Look, man. Here's some news for the 49ers, man. They're bringing back this guy. 49ers hosted linebacker Michael Kendrys. I wanted to check the date on this to make sure this wasn't like an old version of the like. Did we release him? <laughs> Uh, Kendricks was released off the IR last a month, but a return mm-hmm. to San Francisco could be on the horizon. Let's talk about what this means, because I'm going to mention a name to you, and I want you all to tell me what you think, because I've been asking about this name. Dre Greenlaw. Mm-hmm. Where is he? Where is he staying? How long before he's back and in, in rocking? Now, he got put on IR, so I believe he had to do yep. a minimal of three weeks, right? It's three. Minimal yep. three weeks, right? And it's so it's three. They weeks. changed it. It's yep, week so five. Good. We haven't even heard an update. Anything on him yet? And did any other linebackers get dinged up that that we know about? Nothing that I remember. No, I don't believe so. See where you're going, Breezy, and I don't like it. I don't like it either, bro. Because I, I, <laughs> we lost that game yesterday because Drake Greenlaw didn't play. We lost against Green Bay because Raheem Mostert didn't play. I'm just gonna call it like it is. Mostert is the Packer killer, and Greenlaw is the is the is the Seattle Seahawks slayer. I get it, but Aziz was flying around again yesterday. Aziz uh, had a monster. He was all over the place. That boy again. was cooking. That boy is yeah, ball. man. Here's He's, the thing, though. Here's the he thing. He getting the check. Here's the thing, fair. He's supposed to be out there with Greenlaw and Warner. I know. Did Marcel Harris get dinged up in this game, y'all? Not from what I maybe, maybe maybe emotionally. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, we want to get Marcel Harris on the show. So oh, I'm sorry. No, he played great, man. You know, it's just a matter of <laughs> I noticed that that um everybody's favorite um um Dante had some really um interesting moments yesterday. Why don't why am I only recalling one Dante? Who's she talking? I, about? I, I, I don't know. I, I'm only recalling one Dante. And I mean, I'm like, recalling two, but one's retired and one doesn't play for us. Who's she talking? No, about? Johnson, man. I didn't even know he played yesterday. Damn. <laughs> well, he played because Russell Wilson like gave him the okie doke, which also caused us mad problems. Okay, Mike. Mike, Yo, you got I, I honestly, I honestly thought he had Dante Johnson. Now you got thirty seconds to defend your boy. I thought Jerry he had Mina, too. Dante Johnson, and we are gonna get to this uh, contribution by Sean. Wait, we complained about Dante. What happened? I don't know. I didn't even know Dante suited with up with Russ. <laughs> with that one play where we <laughs> thought that he had Russ. 
Yeah, oh, that no, was him I mean, that missed yeah. the fuck? Yeah. Yes. That was Dante. That was him that didn't rap? Yes, that yes. was him. That was Dante. Oh, but that, 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 that was also him. Russell Wilson him. That was yeah. him. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. Russell Wilson Russ do that to most, does that. most folks. Yeah, but not most good folks. Most yeah, fifth graders. He's a greased up squirrel. You know how hard it is to catch one of them? Yo, bro, yeah. you ain't, and, and a diesel squirrel at that. That boy. I know, but why Why up. have him back there? How, how, uh, why, why not have an assignment with somebody else then? Right. Just think at the moment it was time for, it was his rotational time. Like those guys get rotations. It should mean, never be his rotational time. Not on the blitz. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it should never and, and, be. Like it should there, never even blitz. be in the game plan. I would have blitzed Jimmy Ward. Right me too. I'm just no, you, you blitz Tart. You blitz Tart in that situation. Let Dante t- swap out with him. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like Tart's yeah. really good at that. He, it's yeah. very rare that he does it, but he's very effective when he gets back there. You know what I'm saying? So I, I'm, I will say this. I like tonight's Peachy. I, I need you to stay at work late every Monday. You gonna bring this fire because I love it. Like yo, she said that he don't ever need to be out there, bro. Like and Mike, like I know you feel some type of way about that because you find good and Dante Johnson. Does anyone else on this show find good and Dante Johnson? I mean, Other he didn't get a pass interference penalty yesterday, so he didn't. That's a plus. That's a plus. He didn't get an offsides yesterday either, which was you know, D Ford did though. We don't get in that. D Ford uh, is can good. Can we talk about that though? That's yeah. another gripe. He, why is D Ford prone changer. to offsides? Because he's trying to get the beat off the snap, y'all. Every game, yo. No, but I, but but for me, it's he. It's not him jumping. He lines up offsides. Oh. Like yeah, he's <laughs> always, always over the ball, and it's offsides always, all the time. On. And guess what? It's always toward the end of the game. Yes, and it's always in a critical moment, like it's a real like that could have changed down. the game too. It's always yeah, on the third if we, down. If we'd have got that third down stop. Yes, it's always when the defensive the DBs force. Yes, that's what I'm trying to say. It's, oh, it's, it's <laughs> never right for D yeah. Ford, yo. But yeah, y'all better stop acting like y'all don't know who D Ford is. Exactly <laughs> what he did to Kansas City in the postseason when we before, right before we signed us. That's no, his thing. No. Yeah, but that that that's my question, Mike. Why is that his thing? Right, exactly. <laughs> of all the like, things did... that could be his thing, yes. Why is that his thing? And then he made me mad because his presser was just so like nonchalant. Oh, he's the but, coolest dude, man. He's too cool for school. But you know why though? Because he's so he's like, I mean, this ain't nothing new. Like this, just you know, I mean, and Listen, it made me so mad. Like that, was, I wasn't so even mad. mad. She's at some point you can't get mad at that. Because it's what he do. <laughs> it sucks. It's just what he does, right? And, but, but you know what? He had a hell of a game yesterday. Two sacks. Limited play. Sacked Russell Wilson. Mike, we talked about on the pregame show, if he plays a certain way, if y'all remember the game, Russ did not run outside the pocket. Right. The whole first half. That's right. Correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah, it was closing in on him. He right. didn't have no up, no lanes at all. Right, he had nothing. It was beautiful. It was like the line was moving in linear fashion, mm-hmm. the outside and the, uh, the the inside interior. Yep. They were all in a straight line, so he couldn't get out. Nick Bosa did his thing. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Can we talk about this young fella right here? I, mean, I hope I pull up the right slide. Can we talk about this guy right here? So, you know what? Let's read Sean's contribution first, and then we'll yeah. talk about it. Let, let's do that. Um, the show. 
Um, do you guys think that maybe McDaniels is actually calling the plays? That's why some of it's suspect. How long is Jimmy gone? Be blessed, faithful. I don't think McDaniels do anything nope. but say dumb shit at the pressers. Exactly. Nope. I don't think he has any control over anything. Kyle got too much ego to relinquish play calling exactly. to McDaniels. Yeah. Yeah. I want to think that though, Sean. Part of my French and English and Spanish and whatever. I want to think that he's calling, but it's weird. It's weird, yo. Like maybe Kyle hired him. So when stuff goes wrong, that look like it's about to be a dope hot toddy. When stuff goes wrong, he could blame. Because Kyle looks like he's a blamer. He looks like he'll blame somebody, but it won't take it for himself. Won't take the blame himself. I, it, McDaniels just got elevated because it was McDaniels and LaFleur. McDaniels was run game. LaFleur was pass game. Yep. McDaniels just got upgraded to he's run and pass game, and now he's just offensive coordinator okay. because he does both titles. I mean, it. that's, that's it. Instead of being responsible for just run, he's responsible for run and pass, but he's not – calling no type of place yeah he's that super x and o guy that you have on your staff that knows everybody's place and where they're supposed to be and how to line up where they're supposed to be lined up at he's that kind of guy i got you mr got mr you. analytics exactly you. well you know since we're talking about you know mike mcdaniel and the offense let's go ahead and finish out the offensive segment and then we'll go ahead and kick off that defense so we got some good stuff to talk about on the offense all right we talked about the we talked about Lance. uh we didn't talk about Lance's play, though. Nine for 18, 156 yards, two touchdowns um, without a game plan. Would you guys call that mediocre? Would you call that, you know, legit for a guy that coming in? Like, what are your thoughts on that? Let's start with Mike. Haven't heard from him for a while. And then we'll go um, Fair, Moe's, Peach. Uh, I think he played well, given the circumstances. Um, and, you know, Kyle... They, according to what everyone said, not only did they find out during halftime that he was going to go in, it was like a minute before taking the field. It wasn't wow. even something that as soon as they went in there, it was like, Coach, I can't go in. They were stretching and working Jimmy, trying to get him to get back out there. And then a minute before they took the field, they were like, yeah, you got to go out there. And so you quickly try to say, all right, let's just, you know, come up with something that we know Trey can do. For him to go in there and do what he did, I mean, look, he put up more points than the starting offense did, so – I, I'm not I'm not ever going to be mad at that. And there's a lot of people who will downgrade what he was saying by uh, saying things like, oh, it was garbage time. It was garbage time. Wrong. It was 7-7 at halftime. Yeah. So there, there was no garbage time about it. That He went in there and they were still trying to win. They were still running their defense the way they wanted to run it. It wasn't uh, a soft defense or anything like that. So, uh, you know, given, given everything and take everything into account, I think he did okay. I think he did well. Fair. Fair. Agreed. Yeah, no, I definitely agree. Um, I think that a few things that I noticed. Uh, the one thing that stands out first is obviously he came in with some jitters. Uh, the first three passes were just wild, like the one to Debo, the threw at Kittle's ankle, you know, and we talk about Jimmy's ball placement. I think that, like, I'll take that tray where he's working out his jitters those first couple snaps over what we see from Jimmy on a consistent basis, man. Um, another big thing that stood out to me, well, two things I'll say, um, was on the Debo pass. Folks don't understand how hard it is and how excited you get when someone is that open for him to smartly throw it just to the spot where Debo is instead of overthrowing him. Like that's just, yeah, yeah. That's, that's some veteran stuff right there. Um, and then lastly, you know, the, uh, they say that ball was underthrown. 
I, I'm okay. Debo had so much space. You, you don't throw it to the open space where he could potentially drop it or ball goes and he gets too hyped up that he's there. You throw it to where he's at. Get the ball to him. Let him do the rest. Right. At, at the very least, he's going to get 50, 60 yards out of that. If he doesn't score, whatever. But you get the ball to him as quick as you can, and he did. Um, the other thing that I noticed, too, was when they went to a little bit faster offense, uh, he started he started clicking, man. Things just were – he didn't have time to really think. He was just reacting, and he looked a lot more fluid. So I, I think that if, you know, he's starting this week, Kyle needs to incorporate that a little bit, man. Kyle needs to incorporate that with him, man, and we'll see, I think, this thing take off a little bit more for him. That's what I'm talking about. I call that rhythm and reps, man. Mm-hmm. The more he gets the reps, the more he's gonna get in the rhythm. Most. Twenty-one. Um, I was shotgun snap play excited about what I saw um, from Trey. Um, I think the biggest thing for me was his mobility. Um, we know Jimmy can't protect himself in the pocket. Um, there were multiple plays where you know Trey is avoiding the sacks by stepping to the side, stepping up in the pocket moving around you know he was you know lowering that shoulder and dipping underneath certain things it was so good to see him keep plays alive um i'm not concerned with him being nine for 18 again only having a minute's notice coming into the game with a game plan that wasn't built for you and your strengths um you know he he did what he was supposed to do i mean he had a quarterback rating of 117 i mean russell wilson who played the whole game had a quarterback rating of 116 so you know, Trey, when he came in, he made positive plays for this team. He was able to move the ball. And like I said, with more time, like you said, uh, would you just say reps and rhythm, reps and rhythm with with more with more time and a game plan that's designed for him? Obviously, he can do much better than what, you know, he showed on, on short notice. Peachy, I'm going to ask you a slightly different question. Do you think Kyle Shanahan is setting Trey up for a failure because he doesn't want him out there? I don't really think that he's setting him up for failure. I think that he was, I think that it's more of because I guess the way that, that Trey processes things so quick and, you know, that was one of his things in the off season that impressed everyone so much is how he was able to learn so fast and, and to, process things and keep things going. I think that Kyle was just trying to see what he had and just see what he could do out there. That's how I feel. I don't, I don't, I don't really believe that he's trying to set him up for failure. I don't, I believe that he's just trying to, to see what he's got as of right now. The only thing that I wanted to add to that is being a divisional game. Like I was really proud of Trey going out there in, in, in a hostile game, where, you know, like, this is a divisional game. It's not just a regular game. It's not Philly. It's not Detroit. It's not even Green Bay. Like, it's a divisional meet that you have to where, you know, it's so important to win these games. So he just had a lot on him. I also feel like that even the running game got so much better yeah. whenever he was out there. It enabled the running game to get better. And that's one thing that I just feel like that we need against Arizona. I feel like that, you know, we we need a way to to make sure that our running game kept going. In the first half, our running game still looks still kind of stagnant. But then once Trey got out there, it's like our whole running game changed because the defense had to let up because they weren't exactly sure like what he was going to do. I disagree. Because they they didn't know the running game. 
Trey Sermon had 76 yards in the, at the end of the first half. Yeah, he was ball. He had 89 yeah. to finish the game. So the, he was Kyle Shanahan had stopped running the damn ball. That that was the issue. And I don't know if it's because we went down in points or what, but the game was close for a minute. The game didn't spill over until Trey Cannon fumbled the ball on the kickoff return. Like that, that's what happened. That's when the game trickled over. They got the one up, and then it was it was a problem. So I don't think Trey Lance enhanced the running game. I think he will, but I don't think he enhanced it in this game because we just stopped running the ball. And and because at the halftime, I said Trent Sherman about to get 100 yards. His first 100-yard game. Then he ended with 89 off of 19 carries. And I'm like, dang. Like, why did we start running? Then you saw Jaquez uh, Patrick come in mm-hmm. and try to hurdle the dude. Dude, you 800 pounds. How are you trying to burn an Ayuka cat, dog? I know. <laughs> but I, I thought, you know what I'm saying? I thought, I thought, I thought he had, you know, if if all I'm saying is Sherman was cooking without uh Trey Lance. Um I thought I thought that that when that when Trey first came out there, I thought Sermon had like a really nice run. Yeah, he ripped off a big run right Yeah, run. I thought I thought that he did whenever he got out there. I he, thought he had a big run. Yeah. Uh, what he had 76 before Lance. And he ended with 89. Okay. So that big run was probably the 15 or yard, you know, run, yeah. whatever whatever it was. And he, that was his long. He did have his longest run, I believe. <clears throat> with him out there. Also, uh, let's talk about Mike's boy who was out there because I believe also Jalen Moore was out there at that time and it wasn't Trent Williams who left the game with an elbow injury and then at the end of the game, it was a shoulder injury and now some good news is he's day-to-day. Mike, talk a little bit about Jalen Moore, bro. He gave up. Oh, I got the, I got the pressures. I got the pressures. Talk about him. Yeah, no, uh, I, I like it, man. You know, it's literally big shoes to fill. Uh, and he, he didn't flinch. The moment wasn't too big for him. He went out there and he did his thing. You can see it right there on the screen. He gave up only one pressure while the guy he was replacing gave up two. No shot, no shot. I'm just That's saying. Shot, That's a shot. <laughs> if y'all don't know Mike, because I know y'all know Mike, he, there's something about him and Trent Williams that ain't cool, bro. No, no Trent, my it dog. It never will I, be either. <laughs> never, Peachy, I'm not the only one that notices it, right? Oh, yeah, I know. Okay, I know my bro, I'm man, crazy when I bring it up. I love <laughs> no, no you that's know. not even true. <laughs> no, you know, you be no, I, you know what it was is that I, I was, I'm. It's not the players; it's the salaries and what happens. When I feel like we got this thirty-plus year old guy, I felt like the contract was going to be very high when we could have went out and got like an Orlando Brown, right? Someone who can give us just as much. Uh, the same thing with Kittle. People think I don't like Kittle because I felt like we'd have been okay with giving him 11 and a half, 12 million a year. I didn't want the 15, 16, 17 million a year. People were saying give him 20. And I'm like, yo, he's a tight end. Like, don't, it's one thing to make him the highest paid. That's already resetting the market. You don't have to give him 60% more than the next guy. Like, that, that was crazy to me. But it's, it's the contracts. But the way Trent's playing, he looks like he got another three or four years in him. So I'm cool with that. Now, I, I take it back. With Kittle, I still don't think Kittle was worth the money because he's never going to play a full se- season again. But that's different. But Jalen Moore played really well, given yes, the opportunities did. that he had out there. Um, and he looks like he's going to be a tackle of the future. Mike McGlinchey is something somebody got to give. Somebody's got to give, man. Because I never, thought I, I, never thought I heard you say, hear you say Mike McGlinchey's name. I thought you was down for him because he's been playing decent 
this no, year. No, he's been playing really well. That's what I'm saying. Something's got to give. So I don't know. You're going to have to trade one of these guys, or maybe we don't re-up on Mike McGlinchey and put Jalen Moore to the right side when it's contracted. I don't know. But Moore is looking like a re- – and he's, a, he's looking really good for a rookie, man. I like it. Yeah, that round again. It's the high five round. I, I I don't know how they evaluate players and talent in round five and find it. I mean, kudos to that staff. It's insane. It's insane. Mm-hmm. It's insane. But I brought that round five up because I'm 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 stuck on the second round. I don't want this to be that show. But will 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 Aaron Banks play a snap for the 49ers in, in 2021? <laughs> Mike doing the math is it 2021? No, Mike's probably like, well, maybe in 2022 when we have that one game. <laughs> I mean, are you are you asking me or the whole panel? I'm asking yeah. the panel, but I saw you counting yeah. in your head. Yeah, no, I was trying to figure out how many games is left, and if I carry the one, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> will that be the one? <laughs> yeah. You know, Aaron Banks needs to be like banned from the show. Like, like we shouldn't even bring Dang. up his name on this show. We ain't never getting any football players on this show, yo. <laughs> <laughs> I can't, man. I can't. Uh, I just, uh, house or I something, just, yo. God, PG, we, we. <sighs> okay. Can can we can we do the over or under of how many games he dresses this year? At least, oh, like, God. let's do let's do something like that. Let's do this. more than him actually starting well, a game. Well, like. well, Aaron Banks. Will Aaron Banks dress more games than Ambry Thomas? Ambry already got two. <laughs> Then no. Then no. Mm-mm. No. <laughs> no. But Aaron Banks, we'd love to have you on the show, brother, because uh, you're a 49er. You know what I'm saying? Definitely. Can you put that graphic back up there again? I absolutely. For the, for the pressures? Yeah, I absolutely can. Now, I know now, Lee was at the top with four, if I'm not mistaken. He was at the top with four, um, and that's that's a problem. Yeah, so Brunskill had two. Brunskill looked bad, too, on those two. That's what, so... You were asking yeah, your question, and I'm trying to figure out if Brunskill can survive the season. Mm. That's I really think they're going to try to see if how he fares against the Rams because he's the only guy that was able to like neutralize Aaron Donald. But I don't know if that's that same Brunskill. Yeah, yeah, he he whiffed too on that uh, trade Whip. run. Whiffed. That he had there, there was a big old lane there, man. If he gets that block, whew, that would have been something. And he completely whiffed right there, man. That was tough. But see, I think that Aaron Banks is the type of guard you want when Trey is in Mike, there. You took yeah, the road yeah, yeah, yeah. grader. No, I go go carry on because I was gonna say Trey worked out with Aaron Banks. That was his unit. If Trey starts. Will Aaron Banks be activated? Because that's his unit. More Banks. I mean, you want your best players out there, but they can move. Brunskill isn't our best player. (laughs) (laughs) He's better than Aaron Banks. I mean, Better than him? Why? Because he's because like he's available. We can't. <laughs> Banks is available, bro. The dude is healthy. He's a healthy scratch every week. Dude dressing in in, in hardball khakis every I mean, week. I, I think I think that's more attributed to this team's injury attrition and having to have other players at other positions available and dressed because of the injury woes, i.e., corner. 
and our offensive line seems to be healthy other than, you know, the nick up, nick up that we got with uh, Trent Williams. So, you know, if you need other positions to be dressed uh, because you don't know what could possibly happen during any given game, then I think him not suiting up is more due to that than anything else. Yeah. Yo, um, the 49ers are fourth in NFL pass blocking efficiency. Wow. At 89.5%. They've only allowed two sacks. Is this going to change over the next several games now that we have, if Trey Lance is the quarterback? I think it would only get better. Mike, you were mute. You're on mute, bro. Yeah, no, I know. I'm trying to keep the negativity off the show. Trey not playing on Sunday. <laughs> Trey, I, 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 said, I had to say it verbally, but I didn't want y'all to hear. Trey, Trey's not playing. Don't get your hopes up. Okay. Don't do it. Kyle, Kyle's like – on a mission of some sort. I, I, I don't know what this mission is because he's not building trade value for Jimmy, but don't get your hopes up. I will say this, though. With Trey in there, I saw at least four sacks that he avoided. No, so, yes, absolutely. I, I, I saw five. I counted right. five. So, was he, a so he's helping those numbers. Those numbers wouldn't yep. look yes. like that if that was Jimmy back there. So, yep. yeah. Ouch. I think, too, that's a testament to um to Alex Mack being under center, man. I feel like they're always lined up in the right spot and they know yep. who's coming. He gets them in the right spot every single time. So no one's really surprised at what's coming. If they get beat one-on-one, that's just on them. But mm-hmm. they at least know their assignment. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I mean, this 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 goes into what we're talking about. We have everything that we need for this team to be successful. We have everything that we need for Jimmy to be successful. We got Debo, we got Ayuk, we got Kittle, we got check. Kyle figures out a way to make the running backs go. Yeah, they didn't look that good against Green Bay, but you you said it. Trey Sermon was on his way to a hundred yard game. Yeah, we, our, our our offensive line is fourth in pass blocking efficiency. Something that we thought was going to be a problem, especially on that right side with Brunskill and McGlinchey, and even McGlinchey seems yeah. to be playing better. It seems to have improved his game. He put on a little bit of weight. We know he's a good run blocker, but even he has shown improvement in the past game where the 49er, uh, for us 49er faithful are like, all right, McGlinchey, we see you. We, we we see you doing doing your thing this year. So to be ranked fourth in, in, in pass blocking efficiency and to still not be able to have Jimmy Garoppolo, like, we, like, we, like we've talked about all show, improve or show signs of improvement. I mean, what – what more do we need to see? What more do we have to add to the list of Jimmy is not the guy? Ceiling. I don't. I don't understand. I don't. I don't know what else we can add to the list. Nothing. Coaching is there. Pieces yep. are there. Mm-hmm. Scheme is there. Wait a minute. The coaching is. There. They even brought back Rich Scangarello. Exactly. Yeah. The guy that helped Jimmy in 2017. Get ready. They brought him back. That's right. Jimmy was supposed to be. Maybe, maybe he just can't physically do what he thinks he can do in his head. And until the coach pulls the plug, he's gonna go out there and give us the best Jimmy that he can. We're gonna have to settle for Jimmy being Jimmy. But but my thing is this, and this is what I get with you know the 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 Jimmy G stance. Uh, I don't get with them. We know that sometimes you can make it to the Super Bowl and win the Super Bowl with a subpar quarterback, right? We've seen it. 
one name that comes to mind is Trent Dilfer right. with the Baltimore Ravens. Mm -hmm. He was subpar, but that defense and what he was able to do was just enough. You know, we got to the Super Bowl with Jimmy. But how many times do subpar quarterbacks get to the Super Bowl like that within their career? Usually it's only one time. You don't get back to the Super Bowl multiple times with subpar quarterback play. Mm -hmm. You might get one good season where they're on a tear, everything seems to be clicking, and the defense is playing lights out. We had that one good season in 2019. An and, and, I, I've, and, I, and I've heard Mike and, and the rest of the guys over at Nothing But Niners talk about this. Uh, <laughs> he said Giants twice. I think Eli was a little bit better. <laughs> yeah, I, don't, I would. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Don't make me call. Uh, but, um, you know, this, this, this talk of running it back in, you know, revenge tour, like, that, that it's not going to happen with a mediocre quarterback. So I don't know why we expect something more from Jimmy Garoppolo. We got, we reached his quota. A subpar yeah. quarterback who made it to one Super Bowl. We had the chance to win it. We didn't win it. His quota is has been fulfilled. Mm-hmm. It's time to move on. Right. And I yeah, think that yeah. was the thing with everybody. They felt like, well, he got us to the Super Bowl so he can get us back mm-hmm. to the Super Bowl. And I'm like, nah, it ain't that. And it's not that simple. Not if he's not improving his stock or his game or his, like, you know, his play. If you can't go out there and, and look at a pre snap, and then adjust. He's not a good adjuster on the fly. He's not a good ad-libber. Because Jimmy can't do that. When the teams do what you said that they did fair, they start one way, and then they they adjust after the snap. When he see that, he the first play of the game, Jimmy was Darts. and then threw the ball, but it was a, it was a, it was a strike for a first down. Mm-hmm. But I'm just saying, like, he he's 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 a little jittery, he's pump faking, he's trying to he's pumping, he's trying to get the ball out, he's undecisive or indecisive. He's just a little bit weird and awkward, man. And but so, my whole thing, but my whole thing about that is this right here, and then we're gonna get to these two contributions from our brother Sean. Um, but he's a vet, so man. jittery and everything. Like, what does that sound like? That sounds like what people were describing Trey as, and he's a rookie. Don't people understand that that is what the problem is? Cannot have your starting quarterback that's a vet out there acting the same way, if not worse, in some situations as your rookie. Like, we expected Trey to be jittery and nervous and trying to figure out what to do because he just got thrown into here. This is a a team that you game planned for with his quarterback. And your quarterback still looks like a deer in headlights sometimes. This is why I don't understand how people are not understanding that it can't be the quarterback that we need because if it was, our quarterback would not be like that. He is a veteran who has been in the league for years. It's ridiculous. You're a veteran. People was talking about, well, you know, Jimmy just had to settle down. Why? Why are people giving him a pass like that? Like, that's crazy. Come on now. Uh, well, you know, he just has to settle into his settle to what? I mean, it it really, it really just that right there is what does it for me, and that's what pisses me off so bad is that shit right there. Because why are you 
coddling this guy so much. Just like Mike was saying a while ago, like, why are you coddling him? He's not a rookie, people. He's a veteran who has actually been to a freaking Super Bowl. So he, so he has been around, and not only that, but he has played behind um, Tom Brady. None of that matters. In that. But what it, I'm trying to say is, is that he's been around, so he knows it. Then no, he's I know. also been out there on his own. He should not be getting shaken up. He should not be having any kind of freaking jitters. And he should you not be making all the damn mistakes that he's making on the field. That I it agree does with. not make any sense. He he's, is a veteran, people. Just because a you're vet. a veteran, though, Peachy, doesn't mean you're scared. You're not going to yeah, have to do it. It just... It, it's, it's, a, it's a mental thing. I don't know. I've never, I've never ever, maybe, you know what? Let's go, let's go do our homework. Let's go watch Eastern Illinois play. And let's see if, if Jimmy Garoppolo was different. Let's see if he had a little dog in him. Because he lacks dog. His own players say he gets ready and mentally prepared for games differently, which is cool, but he don't got that fired up, jittered up energy, even though George Kittle says he knew Jimmy was something was wrong because he didn't have the same energy. I want to know what energy he's talking about. I don't I don't want my quarterback to be mentally weak. I'm just going to put it out there. I'm going to put it out there, and I don't give a damn who likes it. I don't really care because y'all know me, and you know I don't care. Mentally weak. I don't want my quarterback to be mentally weak. That's what it is right there. I don't want him to be shook. I don't want him to be nervous. I don't want because he's a veteran. Oh my God. It just all right. So here's your Jimmy stands. This is their rebuttal. Well, he didn't start all eight years. <laughs> and that's what they say. So? <laughs> but that's what they so? that's what they're saying. Oh, well, he was the backup. Guess what, so y'all? Was, so he was Aaron Rodgers. Right. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. So was, so was Ben Roethlisberger. Yeah. yeah. You, you, you. you want to know the difference between those guys? That. Well, that's what we're seeing now. That's what we're seeing now. You don't got that. I just poked the hell out of my, my, my <laughs> <Your> temple. <laughs> like I thought your knuckle went into bro. your brain real quick. <laughs> Y'all got to tell me what Peachy's sipping. Let's get these contributions out of the way real quick oh. for my brother, Sean. Sean, thank you. Thank you for, for the super chat. Um, he says, who is this Aaron Banks? Is he on our team? Yeah, unfortunately, he is. Uh, unfortunately. Sean, so I mean, it's, it's not unfortunately. You got to follow it up with this one. Right? Do you, do you guys mean Josh Garnett the second? I can't. Oh, man. I, I can't. Because Josh, I, Gar I, Josh uh, Garnett was injured for seven years before we let him go. And then when he finally got healthy, he was trash. He was injured for seven years, only in the league for five. Like, <laughs> how does that even work? Like, this is crazy. <laughs> I don't oh. care about him. He ain't with us. That's all. I don't need him on the show. But nah, oh. man. John B, I got to give y'all the air horns. <laughs> so, JB says, this is a stretch, but is there any chance that the rumor that Kyle wanted Jones, but the organization did not? Oh, gosh. So, could Kyle be sarcastically talking up Jimmy G out of spite? That raises value talk and irrelevant at this point. So here's something that I heard. I heard that the pick at three would be contingent upon if Jimmy Garoppolo was moved or not. 
Now, if Garoppolo was moved and he wasn't going to be here, the pick could have been different. But since Garoppolo wasn't moved, Kyle knew that he could go with the player who had the highest ceiling but the lowest floor. And the player that needed more time to develop. Maximize have to play him right on investment. Right. So it, it, this is why so I, I don't know if we could understand everything that, that Kyle is saying where, oh, Trey Lance was the guy all along. Was he? I mean, he could have been based on your plan, but I'm sure there was another guy had you moved on from Jimmy and needed somebody to play right now. So, I mean, it, it, it's very well possible that he could have wanted Mac Jones because Mac Jones was more ready. But do you run into the, the same issues that you have with Jimmy Garoppolo? Does Mac Jones have those same limitations? Where Trey Lance doesn't have those limitations, but he just needs a little bit more time to develop. So, I don't, I don't believe that Kyle wanted a guy that was identical to Jimmy Garoppolo, just, just a younger version. Of Jimmy, like that's that's what Mac Jones is. Mac Jones is efficient and getting out quick throws, moving the ball. But I don't think he gives you that ceiling. You know what I'm saying? And and so he does have a nice deep ball, though. Yeah, yeah. Compared to Jimmy's, yeah. I mean, he has some things. He has better qualities than Jimmy. He's younger. He can move better than Jimmy too. Like right outside the pocket, he gets outside the pocket. You know, he doesn't just he doesn't just throw to the middle of the field either. Facts. I got a I got a guy I want to talk about that's not a 49er. That that someone on the show tonight thought that should have been a 49er, and he plays for a team down south. Matter of fact, he plays for a team in North Carolina. And there's a quarterback there that Mike kept saying we should mm-hmm. trade for. And I tried to give you props on Twitter, but you must have didn't see it. But you said it. Sam Darnold is the league leading. Touchdown red zone yeah. guy in the NFL. How you think? He's the league in rushing. Talk amongst all quarterbacks and yeah. running he has backs. Four, four rushing touchdowns. Four five. Five. Oh, five. Oh, he got another one. Sorry. I missed five. it. I fell asleep. Sorry. Fell asleep. Five. I had four before touchdowns. I fell asleep on Sunday before our game. I woke. That's why I was late to, to the show, Mike. I was asleep. <laughs> but listen, Mike, talk your talk, bro, because you talked I'm about talking. Sam Darn. I just you said you're on the wrong team with the yes. wrong people. Yeah, no, and that's that's really what it is. You know, a lot of times, like, people are so reactionary. People focus on the results, right? I've been talking about this for the last two weeks, that you can't make a decision just based off of the results. You have to learn to isolate what you're seeing. That was an ugly game we played against Philly, but we won, right? Everyone's saying, oh, shut up, stop complaining. We 2-0. Nah, I'm not letting the results dictate how I feel about this team. This is not a good team playing the way that we're playing, right? Mm-hmm. Same thing with Sam Darnold. You watch him play individually. Isolate the plays. Don't worry about if it was a catch. Don't worry about if it was, you know what I'm saying? Watch his mechanics. Watch his throwing Great. motion. Watch his mindset when the pocket collapses. Does he extend the play and keep looking down the field? Does he look to run first? You can see that there was something there. He just needed the right coach to believe in him to bring it out of him. That That's all it is. It's not, you know, and he might Hey, he could regress for all I know. But I trust my eyes. When I see a player, I look at what they do. I don't look at what all the other players around them are doing because that's not a fair assessment on that individual. So that, that's just the way I look at things. I just put it out there, man. Look, he, look, we, we got our guy. We got Jimmy G. So we're going to have to live with it. He'll be our starting quarterback until his contract. Our what? We got our what? 
you you it is what it is, man. Kyle Shanahan is hoping he is he's paying the doctors, he's paying doctors extra money to make sure his calf is only contused. <laughs> I made up my own word. He wants him to play. He feels Jimmy gives us the best chance. He better borrow T.O.'s hyperbaric chamber or something. <laughs> I'm, I'm just going to go back to what I said before. I think it was last week that I think Kyle was really just trying to get to that bye week. Okay. To give Trey the two full weeks to prepare for next team. For the, who is it? The Colts after bye. Sunday like, night just football, set baby. up for that. It's set up for that, in my opinion. Hmm. Sunday night football. All right, man. There you got it, man. Look, man, we got a couple of things we want to get to. We got some game balls we want to give out. Mike, you'll be able to. I want. I hope Mike picks one that we don't. We didn't pick. We pre-picked our game ball. So Mike is pretty good at that. So we'll get to that. I do want to talk about the defense a little bit, and then we'll get up out of here. But check this out from our defense, man. This guy right here. First week back. Can we give this guy a round of applause? And then I know he a Michigan guy, and y'all know I big up my Michigan players when they're good. When they're good. There's there's a select few Michigan players that I'll be liking. Like, I like Chase Winkovich in New England. I think he's balling out for, for the Patriots. But this guy right here is a 49er, and and and, he, and he's been good. The run game was the, – the stop the run game, excuse me. The run D was so much better. It was better when Kinlaw got back, but it got even more better or Mo better when Mo Hurst got back. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Who wants to talk about it? Who's taking this one? I mean, and look, you know, the big man had something to prove out there. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it's one thing to, uh, you know, take some snaps and just be out there taking up space. This guy was a very good compliment to Armstead and, and, and the rest of the defensive line out there. Um, and, his presence, you you felt it. There were times where you watching the game was like, who the hell is, yo? Because you're not even used to seeing the number out there. Like yeah, to, yeah. right now, sitting here talking about him, right? I remember during the game saying, who was that? Who who? What number? I couldn't tell you what number he wears right now, but when he popped, he popped, and you had to take notice to him. So you know, a solid guy out there, man. He get a little bit of a pass rush move too. Like he's 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 all right, man. I, I like what I saw, and I'm excited to see some more from him. This is a guy that you know, one man's trash is another man's treasure. Hey, come in here, get in the right system again. Evaluate the player, not the results. And that's what the Niners do along that defensive line all the time. They pick up guys that were outcast from other teams, and yeah. here they come in here shining. They, we do it, Kerry Hyder, and uh, what was the past? yeah, like you know what I'm saying. So, like, they do it all the time, get them in a different system because you see something in them that other people don't, and they, they make it happen. So, personally, I love, I love it. Hey, hey, fair, I got one for you, man. Look. <laughs> We've been saying this. Now other yeah. people are starting to notice. Yeah. But Aziz Al Shayer was excellent yesterday, firing to fill run gaps, tackling very well. This dude had 10 uh total tackles, six solo joints, y'all. Just so y'all want to know his stats. PFF agrees he was the highest 49ers, highest graded run defender, and second highest graded tackler. All right. What are y'all thoughts about Al Shayer, man? Let's go with you, Fair. I mean, he was flying all over the place again, man. Second week in a row where he just really stood out. He was making plays on both sidelines. Like, he's shooting the gaps. 
you know, you just see them triggering from the middle linebacker spot once they know it's a run and they find where the running back is going and they hit the hole and meet the running back there. You know why? Mohurst. Go back and watch the first Eating play. Up that he took up like three people, bro. Mm-hmm. I, I saw Fred just hit. Fred had nothing. Now I, I'm starting to understand the puzzle pieces. Like you need the right pieces because it it all works in sync. When I saw Fred hit that gap, bro, and he ain't have to worry about nobody taking him out on his level, I was like, okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Ken Law is good at that too, man. He runs Absolutely. right past that that old lineman's face mask, and then they both end up going after him because they think he's shooting the gap. But he's really just coming to eat those blocks up and, and let the linebackers do work. Absolutely. Absolutely, 100%, man. So shout out to our defense. You guys talked about it, man. You said the defense was holding their own. They gave you – they were the number one defense in the NFL, at least for the first half, bro. Mm-hmm. Who was better than them? Buffalo? I'm just either. talking about last week. <laughs> Buffalo finished with zero, giving up zero points. So. Yeah. The first half just looked like it looked dominant and phenomenal. Like they, it looked like if Russell Wilson can't do something on you, then you you should get the, the edge of being the best. Because Russell is Russell. And he's gonna be Russell. I wish we could say that about Jimmy. All right. Um, yeah, break Don't through. do that. Jimmy, Jimmy been being Jimmy all along. Facts. <laughs> Shout out yeah. to Mike then. He and, and Kiana, listen, fair. I, I need you to work your, your mojo, bro. That's the homie. I need you to get the homie on the show. Tell her we'll slip her five dollars or something. We got five <laughs> on it. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but more good news, she reported Kyle Shanahan said running back Elijah Mitchell should be able to return to practice Wednesday without the blue non-contact jersey. This is a bonus to the run game. Mo's. With, is he playing? Is he playing Sunday? That's all I care about. I know it's too early to determine, but do you expect him to play Sunday? If he's returning without the blue non-contact, and if he can get through, you know, multiple practices this week, I expect to see him on Sunday. Um, maybe he doesn't start. Obviously, Trey Sermon starts, and maybe he gets the lion's share of the carries. Uh, but having you know Elijah Mitchell come in, you know, to spell him and be a change of pace back for us. Um, give us that pop with that speed so we can run, you know, some more uh, more outside zone plays and, and, and get the ball to the perimeter and turn it upfield, then um, definitely I, I think we could see him on Sunday. So I, I, I'm hoping for that. It's going to be a crazy combination, th- that one-two punch. You know what I'm saying? Let's talk about week seven. Jeff Wilson Jr. should be back. Mm-hmm. Who else should be back week seven? Mike is saying, shaking his head. I don't know what that means. My guy. Oh, okay. I didn't know if you were saying his time here was done, you know, because, you know, we haven't seen him. But if Elijah Mitchell and Trey Sermon are balling, how does Jeff fit? I mean, you get rid of Carrion Johnson or Jaquiz Patrick. But Carrion wasn't even dressed. Exactly. Yeah, he got to get He was on the practice squad is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, so you get you, you move somebody. Yeah, he's probably drop him off the practice squad. Maybe move Jaquiz Patrick down to the practice squad, and then mm-hmm. and then bring you know Jeff Wilson back up. We know what Jeff Wilson can do in this offense, uh, and if he's healthy and if he's one hundred percent, obviously it's going to take him a little bit to get back in the in the game shape and get his legs under him. But uh, you know, we know what he brings to this team. We know how much of a physical runner he is. 
Um, you know, he always, you know, fights for extra yards and leans forward. So, yeah, if Jeff Wilson is healthy and he can come back, somebody got to go. That's what I'm talking about. Let's get to the game balls, y'all. All right. This was a dope show. All right. And and I do want to give props to the best player on the 49ers as of right now because we didn't talk about him. But this guy's balling. I don't know what they put in his Wheaties. I, I don't know if he eat Wheaties. All I know is Debo Samuel is the best player on the 49ers. He had 490 receiving yards, first in the NFL, 266 yards after the catch. That's called yak for that. those that didn't know what that meant. That's number one, two. 17.5 yards per reception. He's fifth. I, I need to see who he's behind. Probably Tyler Lockett. But Tyler Lockett game should have been hurt because he didn't do crap doogly squat yeah. last night. You know what I'm saying? So... Uh, shout out to Debo Samuel. Game balls. Mike, you have to pick someone not on our list. You ready? Here we go. All right. Everybody introduce their game, their game ball. I tried to find the, the right graphics for everybody. All right. So we got uh let's go with Peachy first. Um, first of all, uh Tyreek Hill is behind Debo. That's who it is. Tyreek Hill is behind Debo mm -hmm. in what? Receiving yards. Okay. Yeah, Man, that, that junk be changing. Oh, he had a crazy game yesterday too. Yeah, he did. Yeah, went off. That's how I beat you. <laughs> Unfortunately, Kelsey didn't, which sucks. But oh well. Yeah. All right. Um, my game ball, I'm giving to the future quarterback of the San Francisco 49ers, Trey Lance. Trey Lance. Trey Lance. Mm -hmm. why, why, why does he get your game ball? Trey Lance gets my game ball because he almost won us the game. He did. And we had had a little bit more time than it's possible that he would have taken us down the field for a touchdown and we would have um, probably went for two. And we probably would have won. That's why people keep Since saying, we had no kicker. That's why people keep saying <laughs> if Trey Lance would have came in earlier. Exactly. Which is what uh, I said. Yes. Okay. I mean, mm -hmm. that's hindsight. You know, a little right. something, something. 2020. Yeah. Know what I mean? All right. PG, great game ball. All right, Moe, let's go back to the graphic. Who you got? Uh, my game ball is going to Mitch Wisnowski. Um, yeah, you got some. Hopefully, explaining. hopefully, um, you know, my game balls always don't go like this. But uh, last week against Green Bay, uh, my game ball was to uh, Kyle Juszczyk, you know, stepping in for all of our injured running backs. Um, and this week is it's Mitch Wisnowski. And I'm giving this game ball because um, – we asked Mitch to do a lot, and it was last minute. We don't have any other kickers on the roster, any other kickers dressed. And Mitch stepped up to the challenge. I don't care if he missed the extra point. I don't care if he missed the field goal. That's not what his job, that's not what he's asked to do. So he was asked to do that. He was asked to handle uh, his normal kickoff responsibilities. He was asked to try an onside kick, which is something that he hasn't done and isn't familiar with doing. On, on top of his normal punting duties and he could have pinned him inside, you know, the, the, at could have pinned him at the one yard line had it not been for a stupid mental error by Trent Cannon, who you see it every week from anybody else playing football. You don't grab the ball and roll into the end zone. If you can't stop your, your forward momentum, you oh, tap man. the ball to the teammate, you keep it down and then you keep going. You don't grab it and roll into the end zone. That was a stupid mental error. And I understand Trenton Cannon is a young player, but most of the teams that you've played on, you've been on special teams. 
So had it not been for that, we'd have been talking about how Mitch is able to do all of this stuff and still pin this Seattle Seahawks team who was already struggling on the one giving his defense more opportunities to hunt and eat. So he stepped up to the challenge. Um, he did above and beyond what he was asked to do, and that's why he's getting my game ball. That's that's a true football player. That's a true teammate. He didn't complain about it. Um, he didn't get down on himself for missing those field goals. You know, He tried to do everything he possibly could to help this team win. When you do that, you get my game ball. Did you see, and I know you saw it, do you remember the touchdown saving tackle on that kickoff? That's what I was thinking, too. Yes. Add add that to the list. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Since when do punters get that low? Oh, he he get busy. Oh, Mitch, Mitch will hit you. That's that that, that rugby. This wasn't even like the the, the squared up hit. This is, you know how when running backs go against linebackers? Yeah. Yeah, he took them out. He took him all the yeah. way out and yeah. got up and still was kicking for the team. Got up and walked Thanks. off like nothing happened. Well, we really do have to talk about Cannon looking like he rolled out of a, a 60 mile per hour car on the highway to the like I'm, bro, I'm that cool was so that. stupid, bro. I'm, I'm, I don't I'm, 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 oh man. I'm cool oh, that was terrible. Because we bigged him up last week <sighs> and then he did not one. But two boneheaded plays. Yes. Y'all not talking about the one he took out of the end zone where he fumbled twice. The double yep. fumble. And on the second fumble was one that they got back. Now, I would say on the third play, when he grabbed that ball out of the air because it looked like it was about to bounce a, a weird – he he did he the right thing. He almost had another, yeah. He almost yeah, he had did another. The, he did the right there. thing there because if he, he didn't did grab it or if it went out of – he if he didn't grab it and the Seahawks grab it, it would have been their ball. It would have been yep. their yeah. ball. But you're supposed to sit at the one yard line, and and yeah, all right, I let I let it alone because he did get the ball. But yeah, yeah, I mean, it's it's, it's <sighs> tough. Here, let's go. Let's go with your 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 pick. <laughs> oh yeah, mine was uh, I went with Trey. All right, I went with Trey as well. All uh, right, but just a different Trey, Sermon. Sermon, yeah, he did a Sunday he, thing. He, he, you know what it was for me was that um, there was so much uh, negativity around him, uh, so many things that people were saying. Him being in Kyle's doghouse, he's another one of those that we traded up to go grab, right? Um, him uh, not knowing where he needs to be, him not missing assignments for blocking, so he's not gonna get the ball. And he just came out and he had this extra gear that we didn't see in the past, so. It was exciting for me to see our running game actually do a little something. And, and yeah, I, I, my game ball goes to Trey Sermon. I'm telling you, the, the running game looked too legit to quit. They just stopped. They quit. They quit running it. They quit running it. We Like, like all right, fourth and two. Ugh. You got Trey Sermon. You got Jaquez Patrick. You got some big dogs. Mm-hmm. Powerful dogs. Or It could have been fourth and one. I could be remembering. And we run a jet sweep. Yep. It was fourth and two. Oh, and Trey Lance was the quarterback, too. Yes. That's three yep. options. We could have ran the good old Colorado triple mm-hmm. option on that joint. We done a lot of things. I was so mad. The Cordell Stewart play. Why are we not bringing this stuff back to football when you got All a guy right. like Trey Lance? Kyle calls a, a, a Jacques Patrick throwback to the quarterback in his second <laughs> week with the Niners. But then run... I, yeah, I'm not even. <laughs> uh, uh, I don't yeah. get it. 
But I do want to send a shout out to our love, Miss Cinnamon Kiss, for the super chat contribution. She says, Thanks for the great show. Time for the Trey Lance era to begin now. now! Exclamation point. Yeah, you said it the way she wrote it. Exactly. You know, um, and I think all five of us agrees it's time because when is it? When is the right time, Kyle? Like at some point, Kyle, like it is what it is. We're two and two. If we lose, we'll be two and three. And I'd rather be two and three with Trey Lance than with Jimmy Garoppolo. If we're two and three with Jimmy Garoppolo, somebody getting burnt. And it ain't by me. And I'm talking about that Jimmy Garoppolo jersey. You will see fans grab that jersey and burn up the number 10 if they haven't already burned it up. I guarantee you something's getting burnt. Like something is going to, we're going to look crazy. And I'm hoping 49 fans don't stoop that low. But it is what it is. It is what it is. All right. Mike, um, my guy, before you go, because I know you're going to pick, we got two guys up here. So I want Mike to pick his guy first. And then maybe it's one of the guys on the graphic. If it's not, you could pick a different guy. Cool? Cool. All right. So my guy is not on the graphic. Good. Um, and I'm going to go with uh, the game ball going to tight end Ross Dwelly. Hey. Okay. And this is going to be a very simple reason. Uh, the 49ers made history yesterday being the first team to complete 12 touchdowns to 12 different people. Mm-hmm. It's never happened before. All 12 touchdowns were to 12 different people. And, uh, you know, we had um, we had uh, Eric Davis on the show, and he said it's time for Kyle to do some of that magic shit his dad used to do. He said he was in the locker room with his dad, and he would say the seventh play of the game is going to be a touchdown. Trust me when I say it, the seventh play of the game is going to be a touchdown. Kyle did that with that Ross Dwelly play. He knew exactly what it was going to be, and he knew he was going to get in the record books with that play. That's why it was Ross Dwelly. It wasn't George Kittle. That's why it wasn't any of the other guys who have caught touchdown passes. He did it by design. Yeah. And so because that cemented the 49ers in the history books, I'm going to give that play to Ross Dwelly. That's what's up. Mike, his contribution, brother. Uh, Ali Bear says, Aloha, Professor. That's why you wanted me to read this. Aloha, Professor Banana Man and Senior Professor Mike. And y'all, here's something Staley and other other former Niners was with Mayoko post-show. Our injuries may have something to do with conditioning again. You know, people have been saying, how long are we going to let this hockey team run a football team? (laughs) <laughs> that's what that's what we're dealing with here uh but you know i don't know how many real injuries we had last week we had uh just the thing was real right but it looked real i mean when you get maybe he was just tired and that's why he left on a cart he didn't feel like right. walking and when since when did you need a cart for your elbow come on bro it was yeah. the elbow before the shoulder, though. It was we found out today it was the shoulder, but it was always the elbow. Right. But it's still not elbow. it's still not your legs. I, I, I know I know you bone with it, bro. I'm just I'm just saying. We're on the same page, man. We we get to the same place. I just don't know. I didn't understand it. So I'm thinking, didn't he come out the game earlier and hit the cart for, for cramps? 
He didn't get yep. on when he got the IV, did he? He got on the cart twice. Yeah, that was the second time on the cart. Yep. For sure. I don't lie to you, bro. <laughs> he didn't get on it twice. Trent, I know Mike's uh, loving that. Trent, <laughs> we rock these hats because of you, dog. Why are you on the cart, bro? Niners protecting their investment. Don't take a single step you don't have to take, bro. Straight up. Mike always got the mother freaking answer. Yo, what? Name towards the defender. Don't take it. <laughs> Shout out to Mike, man, for nothing but Niners, bro. <laughs> always got the answer. Thank you, Ollie, for the contribution. Guys, we're going to get up out of here, man. Look, we're going to preview the game on Wednesday. You guys are going to hold it down. I think I have a show Wednesday, so I'll be on uh, at some point. But they're going to start at 9 p.m. Shop! Make sure y'all tune in to Wednesday, Nitty Gritty Niners. Moses is going to give you his fantasy picks. Fair's got stuff he's going to want to get off his chest. Peachy's going to be breaking down the key matchups. And I got some bold I want to say, too. Oh, I forgot I got this. I got some bold that I want to say, too, because people will be saying the dumbest stuff. Matter of fact, can we end the show on this, guys? I Wait, know we didn't give you a player yet. Oh, I didn't? Mm-mm. Oh, it was Debo. I'm sorry. Okay. Debo, Debo Samuel needs no introduction. The boy's been balling out. He's been he's the number one wide receiver in the league. And if he stays healthy, which is the big, which is a little if, he's going to continue to ball out because of the type of offense that we run. Hey, Mike, though, you know, even with Lance in there, Debo was getting down the field. I just want to put that out there. I mean, because I know that's not his style. I'm just saying. I just, just want to throw that out there. He was down the field on the sideline and took it to the house for 76 yards. All right. So speaking of Trey Lance, I got to end the show. This dude... And everybody, please go, f- like, at him. You ain't got to follow him. Derek Guerrero, at RealDGuerrero34. <laughs> Trey Lance, not off the hook. Whole half to work. Missed throws. Ran when he had guys open. Hold him accountable like y'all do, Jimmy. Don't hide now. Let's see the all-22 fake analysis. Does this person watch the show? I don't give a fuck. They watch. We're we, we, we gonna assume that he's watching. Hey, hey, listen, man. I don't know. You you need to rewind about thirty minutes when Peachy was going crazy, right? <laughs> and hit play. Here's here. why you can't hold Trey accountable the way you hold Jimmy Garoppolo accountable. Trey hasn't been in the system for five seasons. Trey hasn't been in the NFL for eight years. Trey has not learned and sat behind the greatest quarterback to play the game for two years. Trey did not sit out last year because of injuries. He sat out because he was in college and there was no season. Okay? So you can't sit here and try to say, hold these guys to the same standard. If you're doing that, you got the picture wrong, my man. To add to what Mike is saying, because I got his four points up, Trey is a rookie. (laughs) Six, Trey did not have a game plan that was tailored to him. Seven, Trey got noticed that he was going to play the second half one minute before it started. I mean, y'all can add more bullet points if y'all want to add more bullet points. We got a list of, of, of I, bullet points that we can get, get to. Let's get I, I, just, I just want one. I just want one. Um, Trey has accounted for one less touchdown than Jimmy Garoppolo in just a half in two plays <laughs> worth of playing. Peaches, you gonna That's take all I got. No, I'm good. Y'all got this one. I didn't have my yeah. I better not. Yeah. yeah. Oh, there's more. <laughs> there's more. There's, there's more. definitely a Just lot end, more. End, end on ten, bro. We gonna go home. There's so you got to end on a good one though. 
So another reason you can't hold Trey to the same standard that you hold him is because you don't you don't have Trey being coddled by your head coach. Facts. The, the head coach is putting a significantly more amount of pressure on Trey than he is the twenty-seven million dollar guy. Finally, we. Agree. Where's the ding, Breezy? Where's the the the? I, I fi- finally go. Mike agree. I, I I didn't think Mike liked me. Like I, I never <laughs> agrees with me, agrees with anything I say. We always button heads. We don't fight though. That's you and Nick. Y'all got that odd couple. <laughs> I be trying. I be trying not to do it no more. I, I try. I be trying to let stuff go. Y'all don't give me my credit for it when I do. Were y'all? Did y'all fight last night, Wayne? I I try not to. A little bit. <laughs> but you did. A little though. bit. A little bit. No, but I, I swear, y'all gotta watch. I try not. I swear, I try not to. Guys, bro. go watch the, the Nothing But Niners uh, show from last night, the overreaction show. I, yes. I it was. Said, hold on, hold on, guys. Hold on, Mike. Talked about a halftime show. Mike, hold on. It was all good until I left. I promise they were fine. They were, I'm like the mediator on that show. They were fine. Nick was fine. Mike was fine. And I was fine. And then I said, guys, I got to go. Bro, I, so I, I'm sick, right? So I can't lay down in the bed because if I lay down, my congestion goes crazy. So I had to sleep in the living room. So I'm up in the chair sleeping. So I put on the overreaction show. I'll be honest with you. I was tired. I was up all day. I fell asleep because y'all was just talking. So I'm knocked, I'm going, right? Mouth open. <laughs> All I wake up to is, what are you talking about? Are you, are you fucking kidding me? He was like, I don't care if you don't like what I did. I don't care if you believe what I'm saying. It's my opinion. I'm entitled to my opinion. And Mike, yeah, you're entitled to your opinion, but your opinion can be wrong. <laughs> I was asleep. I'm trying to get yes. some rest. And uh, I wake up to these two. <laughs> <laughs> I know he's it's watching. my opinion. Well, your opinion is wrong. Oh, oh my God. Man. I can't. I was I like, this is classic. It all happened right. when Breezy exited the building. <laughs> I'll put it out there. I'm going to leave it like that. And that's why all 8 billion of y'all that be on watching that show need to come on here because you never know when nothing but nine brings us with their presence. Mike, it's a fucking stupid opinion. I'm not gonna <laughs> Mike, Mike, you're not going to you know why? No, you know why? No, you know why it's your fault, Wayne? Or it, it's not just you. It's any, anytime y'all leave just me and Nick. So what happens is when there's other people on the show, I got to bring in the next subject, the topic and all that. I don't have to respond to the stupid shit that gets said. I get to just move the conversation along. I'm sorry, I forgot the beef, but I'm sorry. So then, so then when it's just the two of us, I can't not respond now because then it's like, so now I'm forced to say something and I can't, I can't sugarcoat certain stuff. Like, it's all right. All right. Guys, <laughs> oh, no, no, no. right, thank y'all so much for tuning in to Nitty Gritty Niners. Shout out to Nothing But Niners. Shout out to my brother Mike. Thank you so much for being on the show, man. We we we're so endeavored to you. We thank you for gracing us with your presence. I can't wait to get Nick on the show without you on the show, so we can ask Nick same question <laughs> while you're watching. And I guarantee you'll see Mike in this chat. That's not what the fuck I said. What I said was your <laughs> opinion doesn't make sense. You can have your opinion, but it's wrong. <laughs> That's Mike. That's why, you know, Mike. I don't know, Mike. I don't. I don't know, Mike. Sometimes, and you wasn't drinking yesterday. That was weird. Usually, See, all this started. All this started though from the other show with the fourth and eight. 
from on, the, on the halftime show. show. That's what started it was the fourth I, and eight I, conversation. We, we, we're leaving on this. Peachy, you going for it on fourth and eight? No, I said without that I wouldn't. Kicker? I said fourth and two. Moe's, you going for it on fourth and eight without your kicker? I said without like without my kicker, I, I, you can ask my wife. I was like, fourth and five and less, you go mm-hmm. for it. Anything beyond fourth and five, you don't go for it. That's mm-hmm. logical. Uh, fair? No. Anything? No. Mike, I never said you was wrong. I just was going for it on fourth and eight. Can y'all just tweet me and say that was a dumbass opinion? Hey, Madden. <laughs> like, um, and Madden, Madden. be fourth and 13. I'm going for it. Why? I'm going for it on Madden. Not yeah. in real life. Well, that wasn't really real because we ain't had no kicker. And then Madden, I got a kicker. And he don't show up to the game. But so I'm going to go for it. Hey, at that point, what do we have to lose? It was fourth and eight. You knew your kicker was going to miss. I say do the thing. But then on fourth and two, he run a jet sweep, Debo Samuel, and you need two yards. Yeah, it's, different, it's different than because Trey was in the game then. But you don't run a jet sweep, Mike, and I get it. I'm not mad that he went for it. I'm mad at that play call, fair. But you go for so you asked him, are they gonna go for it on fourth and eight? You didn't point out the distinction that Jimmy was under centered in. Yeah, but he uh, usually completes the, the, the long joints. Go uh, back and watch, go back and watch. Do it on first down, second down, or third you can't down. Can't do it on first, second, and third, but when it's fourth. I'm not oh I'm not God. sure about that one. And um, when it's when, when it's fourth, that's when you want to trust him. Peachy Bean. <laughs> yeah, man. Herbert what going. Is that? I'm not in that league. Herbert. Going off. Aren't you? Mm-hmm. you guys um realize that the 49ers oh, have got to get a kicker. That our kicker is going to be out for weeks. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. we forgot to talk about Robbie Gold being yeah. out. Just as, listen, just as long as it's not Chase McLaughlin. Hey, quick question. Oh, is that the guy that kicked the, the ball all the way to the left? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What made well, he, us lose that Seattle game. But he, he kept us in the other. All right, we ain't gonna go there. You know what I got? We ain't, for y'all? Check. <laughs> we ain't gonna go there. <laughs> I, if if any one of y'all lets me pick the 49ers beating Seattle again, I'm gonna slap the shit out of all of y'all. Check this out. <laughs> 49ers have lost to Seattle in seven out of eight meetings at Levi. The Niners have lost 13 out of 15 last the meetings overall between the two teams since 2014. The last time the Niners swept the season series was 10 years ago in 2011. Can I change my picks and just say we're never going to beat Seattle until Russell Wilson's gone? That was Harbaugh's first year. um, That was with Alex Smith. Alex Smith did that, right? Right. And the only reason we won that game was because Ted Ginn had two kick returns. Returns. He had a punt return and a kickoff return in that game. and We beat them. The final score was 17-33. But you got to remember, fourteen of those points came from Ted by itself. Mm-hmm. So it was That's it was crazy. Right. It was crazy. So we just can't beat Seattle. Yeah, I, I, and apparently, and apparently, we can't win at home because I didn't. <laughs> I didn't even realize that we've lost nine of our last ten games at Levi's. Bro, it's I. I miss candlestick. At this point, it's time. It's it's time to it's time to go back to this. It's time to find something different. Like this. Levi ain't, hasn't been successful to us. You know what it is? You I know, miss, what, I miss, you know, I miss the you know what we need different? What's that? Trey Lance. Thank y'all so much for tuning in to Nitty Gritty Not as Talk on the Monday episode. We got hawked. Yo, it's your boy Breezy. Make sure y'all follow at Crystal PGB. I don't see y'all following her. 
So I'm going to need y'all to follow. If you follow me, you follow her. That's how we roll. Facts. Make sure you follow at what underscore Mo's underscore knows. Because if you follow me, you follow him. And then last but not least, he don't need to follow us because he's like verified. And so I'm trying to tell him <laughs> to tell his followers to follow all of us. Mm-hmm. We could be verified. But make sure you follow my brother at Fear to God. And if y'all not following this guy at 49ers Mike underscore NFL, you better check yourself for your riggedy wreck yourself. Fool, it's Nitty Gritty Niners talk. We always going to keep it Nitty Gritty. Peachy started to show off with Nitty Gritty. Peachy, take us out this joint, yo, by yourself. Yo, I'm just going to say thank you to our large crowd that we had tuning in. And yes, thanks to my brother, 49ers Mike, for joining us, bringing his knowledge like he always does. Thanks to Breezy, thanks to Mo, thanks for Fair to God, and thanks to all of you for putting up with my crazy ass because I just had a lot to get off my chest, and I appreciate doing it. We'll see you guys Wednesday at 9. Y'all just stop. Hey, keep it nitty. Most important, keep it what? Ready. Thank you so much for tuning in to the podcast. Please follow and subscribe on twitch.tv backslash Wayne Breezy. Also on YouTube, YouTube backslash Wayne Breezy.